You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome, niggas and friends. We have traveled down the road, and we are back again for another episode of Ratchet Ramblings, presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I ain't got no AKAs. I'm just going to be a piece of shit this episode. Thank you so much. And I'm joined by... Hey, everybody. It's Candace. You can find me on all social media at Not So Newlywed PC. My AKA is Jeremy is always a piece of shit. So wow. I don't know. Wow. You speak for <laughs> yourself. Thank you so much. <laughs> No, for you, I, I see you on Twitter, friend. I'm well, in a group first chat of with all, you. I, first of all, I we have do, not been on Twitter in a minute. Thank you so much. We do a podcast together, so I know this. But wow. I'm I'm really excited. Of, <laughs> it do be. I'm really excited about this episode because we have one of our favorite friends of the show and of the network. Brooke is here. Yes. Um, we've been telling you to please go subscribe to her YouTube for the past several weeks. She's back doing her Real Housewives recaps. Uh, as you all know, Potomac is back. And the, the recaps have been scathing for Potomac, let me tell you. So, <laughs> A.K.A. Brooke hates Giselle for good reason. <laughs> if, so if you have not had a chance, please go subscribe to the YouTube um, because it's a way for Black women to get paid when those subscribers go up. They can, she can start to earn a little coin. Because uh, she's going to give you some good recaps. And it's not just Potomac. If you watch any of the Real Housewives franchises, uh, Brooke talks about all of them. And she's going to give it to you raw. She doesn't really play favorites. So you're doing yourself a disservice if you aren't. And if you watch reality TV, go do that. Thanks for coming to join us, Brooke. We always love having you on. Hey, and the Brooke. listeners hey, love guys. when you come on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. You guys know I cannot wait to get into Potomac because we have a lot to talk about, especially the behind the scenes. Um, Y'all, I do have a YouTube channel. It's the Brooke Ashley. I give it I give it to you. I okay, so if you yes. are a Giselle fan, if you like Candace, you are at you're in the wrong place, but you're gonna want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a fan. I cannot stand Giselle. Um I cannot stand Candace. I I can't stand any of these girls except for Monique and Karen, but we will get into it. But I am so happy to be back. You guys are just amazing. Yes, thank you, Brooke. Um, well, thank you for we... the kind words. I think that more applies to Candace, or Candace, but you know. Yes. <laughs> the Candace that doesn't spell it I A C E. Yes. Why would you? Well, I mean, when you look at my mama, it's, Dorothy. Oh. Yes, yeah, Dorothy, for God's oh. sakes. Um, yeah. Before we get started, I just, we want to say here at Ratchet Ramblings and from the network, that we are sending our heartfelt condolences to the daughters, family, and friends of Ella after she has yes. passed away after yes. a hard and courageous uh, battle with ovarian cancer. I will be sure to put her GoFundMe, her um, PayPal, and her Cash App in this week's show notes along, um, so that if you want to donate or pass it along, you can. Every dollar goes towards the care of her daughters. I really do not, I cannot imagine um, 
what her loved ones must be going through, but at least with some financial help, it will ease that load as they prepare to heal and her family prepares to help her daughters heal and deal with such a tremendous loss. Indeed. Mm. Fuck council. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I wish council was like a real person so we could jump them. What yeah. I, and, and the thing is, ovarian cancer is considered one of the silent killers because it has very Jeez. few symptoms. It's, it's, it becomes really hard to detect. It, you know, because most women, excuse us, but you might as well get some education before we get into the mess. Um, most women do not have to get paps every year like clockwork. So mm-hmm. within that time frame, ovarian cancer could show up like a wrecking ball. Jesus. And by the time you have your next pap and go to see your gynecologist, you it could just be very far progressed because it does not have a lot of symptoms um, a lot of women have irregular cycles and things of that nature that you don't often think too much about. And boom, here we are. So she fought a very courageous fight. And she did. we wish, you know, we wish her family, her daughters, her friends, anybody who just even interacted with her on Twitter, we send our heartfelt condolences on that. And also we will put the link to Brooke's YouTube in the show notes. So you can go and subscribe very easily. It's literally just a click away. I mean, Correct. that's all it takes is a click to subscribe and you will get the notifications when Brooke uploads new videos and so on. And support Brooke likes to do giveaways when she hits her milestones. So you could, you could at least maybe have a little bit of lunch money if you learn how to subscribe. Yes. We just did um, a giveaway because I just hit a thousand subscribers. Now we're at eleven hundred. So who yes. knows? I might do another giveaway when I do get to two thousand subscribers. So you don't want to miss it, honey. I give out the doll pays some money, okay? <laughs> I am not a cheapskate. The doll is not a cheapskate, honey. So yes. come on, come on, Brooke. come on, Brooke C. Hugo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The champagne dime is what we call them. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yes. Brooke Support has been also Brooke has been speaking it into existence. So they have deferred student loans into 2021, yes. and keep speaking it into existence that they just forgive them. Period. They are. Because you I should feel be able no, to I get it. You should be able to get an education for free. Yes, you to should. Be honest. You really should be able to get an education. Like we want to get to the country. root. Yeah. So we, we're going to keep speaking that into existence. Brooke tweets about it all the time. And I'm always in her mentions like, amen. In God's yes. name, we trust. Okay. Amen. By the powers invested in me. They either going to forgive them or I'm going to die with them. Those are the only two options. Father, we come to you now. That's right. Me Listen. bound before thy throne of grace. Listen, that's Please, because those, those, <laughs> Listen, those are my only two options. Forgive them or die with them. I, it's not going to be no middle ground for me. So. Yeah. yeah, you only get one or two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought it's it's been a very messy week on social media and in the shows. So I thought we would, would do a little ratchet and raggedy mess of the week recap because... I like Lord, that name. Yeah. Meg finally tells the world that Tory Lane shot her. Child. 
I want that little garden gnome under the jail. I don't want it. <laughs> and he is so disgusting that he is he was liking IG posts from the shade room where other people were blaming Meg saying that if you mess with somebody who does something like demon time on Instagram, why are you shocked when they turn into a demon and harm you? Yeah, I just I saw, saw somebody that. post that. On, on How disgusting are you? If why aren't you being as silent as possible and laying as low as possible? The fact that you have the unmitigated gall to be liking Instagram posts, blaming her for you attempting to take her life. Honestly, mm. that it, from the way Meg tells the situation, you shot her through a car window. Jesus. You shot her through the backseat of yeah. the car window. He shot her with malicious intent. He didn't he care where did. that bullet was going. It could have right. hit her anywhere. By the grace of God, it hit her. Yeah, it could have hit anybody. Yeah, it yes. could have hit anybody. It's just, you really need to be in jail. And I understand Meg's fear, and I'm not blaming her for not telling the police. But you really should be in jail. And I hope that the, her videos make it into the right authority hands and they pursue charges on their own. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I really do. Because you are really trifling. And yeah. also, y'all, people have always given Tory Lanez a lot for somebody who cannot make music unless he's borrowing a 90s beat. He's never yep. had good original music. He doesn't have the range. He doesn't have the vocals without autotune. I just never saw the Tory Lanez. I'm I gonna be honest. I didn't know anything about him, like musically. Like I thought him and Black Bryson Tiller were the same nigga for a long time. Same here. Like, the only same. the uh, the only thing, cause I didn't really like I knew about the Demon Time shit, and I was like, okay, whatever, cool. But I only was like gave him a pedal when he when like the riots and protests first started. He was like one of the few black celebs that was like not being a coon. And I was like, okay, I hear you, nigga. But honestly, fuck all that now. Because it's like you was being right in one instance and then in this situation, you literally tried to take a black woman's life. So it's fuck you for me. Mr. Yeah, it's, it, what you did is way more problematic than what you've been right about. And Correct. Um, it's, really it contradicts what you was right about, to be yeah, honest. Absolutely. And I hope you faced, you know, harsh, harsher legal ramifications for that situation. Um, he, he's always been um, on some real he's nut creepy. shit, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because he's very and, creepy. And remember the, the thing about, about like, the videos? Yes. Now, remember the thing about lie. when he when he like claimed he was championing for darker skinned women to be yes. in videos, and a bunch of people came forward. It was like, yeah, that never happened. Yeah, yeah just a, lying and pandering past, for no reason. Yeah, a lot of his past transgressions came to light with this, like his you know, pattern of abuse with abusive behaviors with women like his ex and then other women he's dated and stuff like that. So it's like what's done in the dark always comes to the light, Mr. Lanes. Also, I don't like to play in the stereotypes, but I've truly never met a short man who was not volatile in that same way that who didn't Tory have Lanes that Napoleon is. complex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've I've never met a man who was as little as he is with a name like Daystar, who was not a, a <laughs> little a little ball of bullshit. So, may uh, we wish you the worst here. Um, also, I'm I don't want to say the word cancel. It's time for Trey Songs to be held accountable for his behavior. 
Oh, yes. Yes. Um, yes. As I said on Twitter, he was accused of taking a woman's phone and holding it hostage and basically holding her hostage while in, in, until she allowed him to urinate on her while they were having sex. And men who do not sexually assault and rape women are not always in sexual assault type situations. Uh, he's been accused at least three to four times. And there's currently like a $10 million lawsuit against him for sexual uh, assault. Yeah. All these women And that are battery not charge. Well, that battery case. Yeah. All these women are not lying. And, and he, he moves does, like a nigga that's guilty. He does not yodel well enough to forgive his transgressions. Like, it's been one situation after the other, after the other, even with Kiki Palmer. Yeah. Um, we remember, like, and a lot of us got cursed out, but when that video surfaced of him basically trying to force alcohol down Meg's throat when she was saying she didn't want it. Let me tell you mm-hmm. something. Um, the North remembers a lot of you niggas, like Candace said, cussing folks out, myself included, because I remember the subs you niggas had for me. I remember, the North remembers people saying, like, um, yeah, this nigga who is, like, 10 years Megan and Jordan Sr. with all these allegations and accounts of his at wor- at best and I'm using that echoes at best predatory and at worst like full on assault towards women. This nigga don't need to be hanging around them. The focus and criticism was aimed at Trey and I remember a lot of you cussing us out for saying that. I remember yeah, we, Megan we, got mad. Megan yeah. got mad herself. She was like, I don't need y'all to be concerned about that. I'm grown. <laughs> I, I, I got a lot of backlash this week when a video surfaced of Megan being in the club with Akbar V. And I was Wait, just she was in the club with who? Yeah, Akbar. beat V. Middle Mario? Yes. <laughs> don't No custody V. Yes, I her. I you fucking lying. She was, and I said that I love that Meg is a girl's girl. It is one of her most endearing qualities, but at some point, discernment has to come in because Akbar V is, and it's not that she don't have custody of her kids. That's her. Yes, she goes around creating beefs with people all over Atlanta, and not just women, men as well. And you don't ever want to put yourself in a situation where somebody else's beef could cost you your life. Yeah. Like we have to be we have to remember that Akbar V as we speak has bullet fragments in her head from being shot in the head by somebody she was beefing with. She's not good company at all. She's like not, not even trying to be mean. Like she's no. that she's she's a very volatile person and she's like jealous. Like even on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, she's always jealous of people who are like more successful than her. Like mm-hmm. she just has a very jealous and like miserable spirit about yes. her. And, like, they, Megan needs to stay away. Like, she's just, like, that girl's a loser. Like, I hate to call somebody a loser, but that girl but is, she is a loser. A loser. If, she really can't even, if she can't even <laughs> get along with the women in her own city that she should be working with and collabing mm. with, why do you think this is anything other than a clout chase for her trying to be in the presence of Megan, who is currently one of the biggest names in hip-hop? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, we're she talking about Megan. having has a number one hit with Cardi B and still has not put out an official debut album. Mm-hmm. So 
it's it's first of all it's been a very rough week for meg and we love you we support you we are sorry that the internet has made you feel like you owe them something yeah it was very disgusting um we are sorry that you did not feel protected in your trauma um i would i'm pregnant but i would beat that nigga ass if i wasn't mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i would fight on your behalf if you needed me to we we truly wish you a speedy recover recovery both physically and mentally and emotionally um because it yeah. has to be a bad feeling to see so many people go silent once you've come forward with the truth because yeah. people were pressing you for the truth you gave the truth and they are still remaining quiet Correct. i'm telling you we in the pits of hell when when joe budden is is going in on tory lanes in the bud nets and everybody mm-hmm. else is quiet <laughs> we are My truly nigga. in the last days <laughs> That is that is some shit when a nigga who is, is, is abusive is going in on another nigga who's abusive. <laughs> nah, that's oh some shit. We have, 2020 just needs to fuck off at this point. I'm yeah. like, God damn. Also, y'all, why is Advantage staying married to John Gray? I just... Oh. I don't... I know her name is Aventure or something stupid like that. Yeah. But... And the reason I don't have sympathy for her is because I've heard several stories of how she has treated like fans in the past. Like one story came out, like a woman went to like the book signing and was getting her book signed by John Gray and Aventura signed it. And she was like, did you co-author it? She was like, no, I sleep next to him every night so I can sign it if I want to. Whoa. How do we get from point A to point B? Whoa. First, First of all, they're both ugly. Let's start there. Let's, let's start there. <laughs> this is the They're conversation I, I had with Mike. John Gray has been fat and unattractive his whole life. Now he has money and access. So he can get women that he could not get before he had money and access. And it absolutely shows. Mm. And she is refusing to give up the money and access that he gives her. Also, I wouldn't necessarily be mad if he was cheating as long as his big ass wasn't sweating on top of me. I just, I just. I just want to roll him. I want to roll his big ass down a flight of steps so bad. I just um, cannot stand that man. I'm sorry the name escapes me on a tweet, but somebody said he can't even commit to his diet. So how he going to commit to his wife? Dollar said that. <laughs> Call me Dollar. I can always count on Call Me Dollar for some very poignant, <laughs> quick-witted commentary. Just in and out, boom, snatch you by your edges and call it a day. Um, and it's the same thing. It's a pattern of behavior. And I guess maybe the silver lining for the mistresses is he understands how a mistress relationship works because he always paying them. He always paying them. Come on, man. He always he always mistress. He has to. He always buying them something. This nigga got the mistress playbook, don't he? This this motherfucker, the mistress, the quarterback of mistresses. Yeah, for all of that, you could be single. You could give give Aventura the half that she deserves for putting up with all that bullshit, all that sweating, all that smelling like bacon grease for no reason, and you could just go be single. The money you would give her, you would make it back because you would gain a whole new following in single women because they would all be vying for you. You ugly, but you got, but you money. got money. 
they both got them little they all they just they, got, they both awful. got them big gums and them little teeth. yes they look yes. like they look like i was like, trying not to say i said it's sunday i'm trying to be a christian let me just but thank oh girl you. fuck yeah. that you came to the wrong show then to try to <laughs> well, be a christian no, because we just telling the truth we ain't say nothing wrong we all seen their gums and their teeth they oh look like Lord. what they look like what a racist would draw black people looking like also yes. it explains why tomicus and toya was destined to fail First of all, the nigga's name is Tomicus. I would never let, I would never, <laughs> a nigga named Tomicus. That is. This motherfucker sound like he could have been in Troy or some shit, fighting with Achilles and all that <laughs> Boy, Tomicus. 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 Um, but I ain't never liked that nigga, Candace. What I always said when we watched that show, we, I ain't never we, liked that we nigga. We dragged Tommy all season long. I ain't long. never liked um, that nigga. We dragged him all Are you surprised, long. though? He I'm not. not. He's the breadwinner. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. When I tweeted that he was not in the music industry, I had so many mentions like, wait, what? He not? So why was he in her label meetings with her trying to cut deals and shit? Because he's insecure and he doesn't have anything going for himself. So he tried to push his way into her professional life. He wants to be involved in every aspect of her life. People like that concern me. Because Mike has never come in here and said, let me give you some engineering advice. <laughs> let me tell you how to do your civil 3D drawings. Mike be in there like, listen, London be wilding. No, Mike be in there like, yeah, keep that shit away from me. That's your job to do it. <laughs> they pay you to do it, not me. <laughs> so I, I'm not surprised. And I like Toya, but I hate that she felt she had to marry down to find true love. I think she would have found it regardless had she continued to wait and just be herself and work on herself and, and enjoy life. Um, exactly. As she rushed in, you know, she dated Slim Thug. She dated, uh, what was that other guy's name? Rob Hill Sr. They Rob got married Hill. Wait, excuse me? She did who? She dated they Rob got, Hill Sr. They got they engaged got really quickly too, didn't they? Yep. And they broke and up just as know. fast. They broke up and then they got um, engaged again and then they got married and then they divorced it. two months later. Yeah, they, it, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. so quick. It was an annulment. And then she popped up with Tommy. And this is that thing where I just, she's probably been raised to feel like marriage is, a, is the definition of peak womanhood, getting married, having kids. But ma'am, you are part of the legendary Destiny's Child. Yeah. You built a career after the fact. You're still getting you still literally today. just finished rapping Greenleaf. <sighs> you had what so much going be? for you. You didn't have to go pick Tomicus up out of FedEx a in his uniform. A nigga named Tomicus. You didn't have to do that. A nigga yeah. named Tomicus. That's right yeah, up there to a nigga named Nevadius. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A nigga named Nevadius, a nigga named Tomicus. Why do these niggas' names sound like the periodic table of niggas? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> um I I used to watch Sweetie Pies. Um Oh my first goodness. Of all, Tim Norman of Sweetie Pies uh was indicted and arrested for conspiracy to commit murder, conspiracy to commit insurance fraud, some other, it was some other big charges too, dealing with uh, using those, uh, those burner phones. 
But he took out an insurance policy on his nephew in 2014. His brother's son, who his brother was uh, killed years ago. Um, and the nephew was the last standing connection to the brother. He took out an insurance policy on him in 2014 for $450,000 and had him killed. He had a stripper set his nephew up in 2016. Mm. And Brooke and I received some mentions from a young lady who had some good scoop on that. Her name is April and it has some numbers behind it. Thank you, April. Um, that after all of that, he was never able to collect on the insurance policy because the insurance company dinged it as fraud and they believe it was the insurance company who probably got the authorities involved. Mm. What's very nasty about that is it's alleged that he also took out a similar fraudulent insurance policy on his mother, Miss Robbie for over a million dollars. And an insider source says that um, he was planning to set her up to be killed next because he couldn't collect the $450,000 insurance policy. What in the how to get away with murder hell? He didn't he get away said, with shit. That's what's crazy. And didn't I, get a dime. Didn't, didn't get, get a dime. Did you, he didn't get one dime. You have nothing to show for it. I First of all, I don't trust no man with hips that wide. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. He is really built like a video vixen. And if you was going to do it, you could have just started an OnlyFans. Okay, you could have started an OnlyFans and we would have called OnlyFans you. Only fans is for everybody. We would have called you Miss T Nasty. <laughs> we, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. You didn't, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have to do all of this. You have nothing to show for it. And the craziest part is a lot of, I have quite a few St. Louis followers. And even on Facebook where I interact in different groups, like TV groups and stuff, a lot of the people from St. Louis was like, we are not surprised. He's always been very scandalous, uh, very sneaky, a snake, that type of person. Um, what in the which, mob wives hell? If you ever watched Sweetie Pies, you could tell because he and his mom fell out because he was opening up Sweetie Pies behind her back. And yeah. when she found out, he tried to sue her and take the name from her. Well, this he nigga said, said, you know, suing didn't work, said, so I'm going to set you up to get killed, boy. Yeah, he's very sick, and he, of course, dated Jennifer from Basketball Wives. I remember that. He was going upside her head, too. Yeah, he was. she had a restraining order on him. He had a re, he got one on her, but it was because she got one on him. Um, she said that he was stalking her, slashing her tires, busting out the windows at her home and stuff. Um, you right where you need to be in jail. Mm-hmm. You right where you need to be. Uh, and he is alleged to be had abused his child's mom as well. Was very abusive to her too. So you in the right Nigga, place. You a goddamn movie villain. The fuck? You where you need to be. Get um, Batman on this nigga. Yeah, you where you you where you need to be with them childbearing hips. Now, speaking of childbearing hips, the Miller family is in shambles. Over I Monica you get on my Kim fucking K. nerves. <laughs> Oh, come on, y'all. Have you ever seen Masterpiece Ho by? He got a big butt and it is very weird. He walked and he walked stank too. He just he stoops. Just, <laughs> he just he walked stoops. like a like a stanky booty little girl. 
<laughs> yeah, he has poor posture. Yes, he does. <laughs> and when he did when he did that IG live video, the only thing I could think about was who decorated that room because that room was decorated like a old white woman named Doris lived in that house. So a golden girl's room. It it was it was worse. It was ugly. Mm. Well, I <laughs> mean, look ugly. at the material. It was ugly. Um, I mean, all that money can't buy style. The only thing I got to say for Monica is there's no glory in being no niggas ride or die ever. Okay. Because you have taken so much unnecessary heat and criticism over calling yourself see murders ride or die. Is it worth it? And also I, I wholeheartedly believe that men in jail love to sell women dreams and lies. Well, yep. yeah, they have nothing but time. They I would have, say they have nothing, nothing but time do. and Wi-Fi. Yeah. They've got nothing to do. And, you know, Monica says she's kept in touch with C-Murder for these last 20 years, visited him and everything else. But some things, you just got divorced. You trying to get your music career back up, up and running. Leave that man behind bars and continue to live your life and be the beautiful mother you are. Um, I don't mean no harm, and y'all know I'm not the biggest Brandy fan, but you are gonna lose that versus. Oh, she sure is. But you got like, hits. I'm gonna withhold my comment because y'all know like, I hate Brandy. Bra- oh, I'm sorry, that lady with the eyes. My bad. Like Brandy, whatever you have to say about her attitude or her past actions, you cannot deny her. You cannot deny her. Her her voice she, is incredible. She has, She's an icon. She has she has, she hit. has hits, and I and hits. I think it'll be a good battle. And I really hope that they have buried that hatchet that they had for each other, um, because I think it will be a good versus. Because I've always enjoyed Monica's music. Um, up until I'm gonna refrain my comments. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed Brandy's music. Like I still remember the video for sitting up in my room from the Way Next Hell video. Mm-hmm. I just, it's, <laughs> she's had so many iconic um mon- moments. I mean, I had a Brandy Barbie doll. Yeah, to be honest, I yes. did have a Brandy Barbie doll. I, I do remember so many things from Brandy's career. And it would be really remiss to take that from her. You can't um, deny her. You can't deny her. Um, so holding my comments. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that versus battle. Um, but yeah, I I like I I do like Monica, but I I don't like that ride or die bullshit. I think so many women meet their demise being somebody's ride or die. I really do. Um, it's stupid. There's, it's, it's dumb. This man, That's how you this end up man, on love Corey Miller, Corey Miller, been married and divorced multiple times since he's been in jail. That should tell you all you need to know. It really. Because then, like, multiple women come forward saying that I know I am his ride or die. Yeah, they're doing yeah. it right now. They're on yeah, Instagram there's a right woman now. by the name of Chloe, um, mm. who married, who is alleged to have married him after he got divorced from Dion. And it within all this time, they Monica says she was in the picture, but she was also in relationships too. So it could have, it may not even be anything romantic. They just maybe have had that bond, but I still don't feel like any woman should want to be anybody, any man's ride or die anything. Truly. You shouldn't have to ride or die for no grown ass man. He should be standing on his own two feet. 
you could be supportive when it makes sense, but when some shit don't make sense, you should be like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that with you. Mm-mm. So, but Master P says that C-Murder turned his back on the family and started writing all kinds of salacious things about them and these books that he was releasing. Thus, Master P says he stopped. He's not visiting his brother anymore. He's put millions of dollars into fighting this case for him to call Kim K, his guardian angel, and she's not even begun to do anything at this point. Um, and it's a slap in the face. And all of these anonymous people have been coming forward on both ends saying P is absolutely right or that he's lying and he hasn't done as much as he said he has, which it's not, it's not our job to figure out the details. I just like celebrity mess. That's it. <laughs> it's yeah. just celebrity mess is okay with me because I'd rather see celebrity mess than people that I truly enjoy on the internet being in it at each other's throats all the time. Yeah. So this, was, this was a good break because I don't have no dog in this fight. I was just like, okay. But Master P do got some shit with him too because when he divorced his ex-wife, he was putting his assets in his mother and Romeo's name to keep him from his ex-wife. Oh, that's evil. And he has so much money. He has almost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's really wrong to do that to someone. Hey, yep. if you fell out of love, that's one thing. But don't try to like destroy someone and leave them penniless when she was with him for like what thirty years or twenty. Yeah, they years? have they have nine children together. Quick question. Symphonique, the, the daughter who looks like that she's like mixed, she is with she's she was a mistress, right? She's a product of an affair that he had, correct? With like the uh, Filipino housekeeper. That's what the rumors, that's what the girls told me. That's, that's the, yeah, that's the rumor. Cause I was doing some digging because we hardly have ever heard anything about Master P's parents. And so mm-hmm. I was just kind of wondering where the mom and dad were at. Um, but that Google says Symphonique is with his wife, but I remember otherwise back in the day. She looks nothing like the rest of the kids. No, she doesn't. She looks she doesn't. nothing like the rest of the kids. She doesn't look like the, the rest look of the alike. kids. They look alike. And also, if somebody bore you, oh, that's you may be right, because one, one Google uh, search said they only had seven kids together, but he has nine kids total. Mm-hmm. So I, I do believe you are correct. And um, any woman who has- more than them hips, I'll tell you what. <laughs> any woman who bore seven of your kids you should not be hiding your assets from she deserves every penny she's asking for in the divorce really but they said that she has a drug problem That's yeah the oh they tried to paint her as a villain and to this day i believe uh sonia and romeo have a very strained relationship because he kind of was doing his dad's dirty work mm. because <sighs> romeo is the oldest Yes. So yes, when is. they divorced in 2014, he was grown. Mm-hmm. And mm. so, you know, he knew what was going on and he he chose not to stay neutral. He he chose a side. And so he has a very strained relationship with his well, mom and, to this day. Well, as we've seen in several other instances, he, Romeo and his daddy 
moves. They they are very like. passive aggressive with women. We saw them fighting with uh, Angela Simmons for two seasons on Growing Up Hip Hop for absolutely no reason. It's and very bitch man. A grown ass man. And a grown ass man. Even, even when he did the first IG video, I agree with his sentiments towards his brother that you need to take accountability for why you are in jail and have been for 18 years because you had a way out. You were a platinum selling multimillionaire. You did not have to be in the streets. You made that decision. Um, the next thing where he told Monica, I don't know you and I'm not trying to get to know you. I was like, this is very catty. It is very, it's very catty, very got your claws out and doing a whole lot for no reason. So <sighs> it's part of the course for him. Um, I, I'm not when screaming free C murder because I murder really don't care. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he really didn't have to be in jail. He didn't. Uh, like, I don't have no dog in this fight, but what I will tell you is that I don't care that that nigga in jail. Yeah, I, yeah. It makes no never mind to me. I'm like, well, you didn't listen. You still wanted to hang out in the projects when you had, you know, a million dollar home. And you know what I'm saying? You had like the life all cut out for you. And you chose to run with the wrong crowd and get hopped up and mixed up with the wrong folks. So it's like, you know, you, you did this to yourself. So I don't really have no sympathy for a grown ass man who chose stupidity and got himself in the boat that he's in now. Absolutely. God bless. That's really all I got. If they Good luck, free- everybody. Yeah, if they free him, that's great. If they don't, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> what we going to yeah. have for dinner today? Right? <laughs> I'm thinking shit. I'm thinking cutlets, you know. Yeah. Lightly fried fish fillets is what I'm <laughs> that's, thinking. That's where I'm at with it. Um, So that's, that's the ratchet and raggedy mess of the week. It just was a lot going on, and I didn't want to gloss over it. Um, we're gonna hop into our shows. Marriage boot camp was we're getting towards the end of marriage boot camp, and <sighs> non black women attachment to black men who mean them no good. I will never understand. Looking at you, Tony. I just corrupt left the house because there was no alcohol in the house. And threw <laughs> her under the bus talking about his life was in danger. She ain't whooped your ass yet. Well, she looks kind of, you know, she stupid. Mm. She's anyone stupid look about her. Anyone willing <laughs> to stay with an alcoholic <laughs> that they have no legal obligations to it her elevator is definitely not going to the penthouse. Well, she's de- she's desperate. Think about it. He he looks awful, you know, he's an alcoholic, no money, and she's sitting here crying about will he marry her? I mean, that's a desperate woman. She is desperate. We're, t- mm. we're you're talking about her like she's normal and has some self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> also wonder. It's the book I've been waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> I had a question because when they and since we're here, we might as well. Um, when corrupt came back to the house, he was hungover. Mm-hmm. He could barely sit up in the goddamn minivan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Dr. Ish told him he would send him to rehab right now. All he had to do was say yes. And he said, no, he's not going. So Dr. Ish finally removed Corrupt and Tony from the boot camp house. Don't Corrupt live in California? I think so, yes. Who knows? 
Because Dr. Um, Judge Toller said Tony should go back to Vegas to her kids. And if you sitting up here telling me that she's been chasing after corrupt in California while her kids is elsewhere. Mm. Mm. I just. Why? Girl, why? You got whole ass children and you you trying to you got whole ass children and you trying to mother a grown ass man with a with an alcohol problem. I know you fucking lying to me, Tony. Can we be honest? Your priorities. What what happened to our standards? Corrupt wasn't famous when corrupt was famous. No, oh, well, I mean, can we, we be honest about look that? At the no, he wasn't. He had a very mediocre rap career at best. Yeah. Nigga, I, I, niggas was paying t- attention to the I niggas around don't, corrupt. I don't remember one corrupt song. If we was, I don't honest. know, not one. I, I don't know. know. I I just remember he dated the girl from Black that passed away. I didn't even know that. See, you knew more than I did. <laughs> the one that uh, sounded like Left Eye. Yeah, Again, he, I know I, him I, from some songs I, that I like, but he was a feature. He wasn't the main, you know, the main nigga. I just know. But we've been beating that. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, bro. No, I said I didn't even pay attention to black. I didn't really pay attention (laughs) to like I didn't I was always focused on the A list and some of the B list. I anything past the B list, I I I didn't really pay attention. (laughs) You're doing amazing, bro. (laughs) Dr. Toller told Tony to go get herself together and spend some time with her kids, and that's Girl, and I'm just good like, luck. well, why y'all couldn't do this like at the beginning? Because clearly they didn't need to be here. And whenever they get with a non-black woman, especially an Asian one, they have that look. Like they face been squished together with the, with somebody's fingers. Yeah. She just look yeah. like somebody is constantly pinching her. Yeah, um, Tony always looked like somebody mushing her face. Yeah. Um. And I mean, corrupt looks like a skeleton. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Well, yeah. But we've been beating that drum like since the beginning, like they asses didn't need to be here because this nigga is an alcoholic and he don't want to get better. He don't have no plans on getting better. And Tony, why are you with this man you have no obligations to? Like literally no obligations to. Brooke said it. She's a desperate, desperate woman. Yep. She doesn't have anything else going for herself because any woman with half a thing going would not be taking on somebody's addiction as their own. Especially y'all don't have any kids together, any business dealings, nothing. You are just there to be there and be his punching bag. And yeah. And also be mm. Dr. Ish and um, George Toller's bag. Cause you know, like we said last weekend, it's like, they should have pulled corrupt from that house episodes ago. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like they, they noticed his behavior. They identified his behavior, but yet they did nothing and allowed him and, also joined in like corrupt blaming Tony for corrupt's behavior. But now they want to pull him from the house and send him to rehab and stuff to save face. Yes. Yeah, no y'all ain't low. I see y'all. Um, this Tahiri thing been getting on my nerves for some reason. <laughs> I just. <laughs> you know why it's getting on your nerves, friend? I'm going to tell you why. Because at no point have they, like, sat down with Tahir and been like, hey, so, girl, you can't be throwing shit at people. (laughs) Can I be be honest? If I were to get into an argument with Mike right now and he threw something at me, I would call the police on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Because to me, that's a form of abuse. That's a form of domestic violence. If you are throwing objects at me to cause me harm, we are in a violent situation and I'm about to call the police on you. I, I yeah. feel like if all I was of that the, I, goes I like under this. that umbrella. If I was, if I was Valdo in that situation, I would have went to production. I would have went to somebody and been like, hey, we cannot be throwing things at people. And she threw something at me. Please talk to her, do something about it. I would like to be far away from her until she understands that you cannot do this. If you do have a problem with me, use your words. Do not throw things at me. That's what he fucked up. Don't, and then, don't of course, he fucked up putting his hands me. on Don't hit me with anything. Don't put your hands on me. I'm not, I'm not playing with any of that. No. I'm That's why not. you annoy a friend, because they ain't saying shit to hear it because I'm 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 just I'm just not. I remember remember when Bow Wow and Kiyomi got into it, and yeah. she like and yeah. like it was alleged that he tried to hit her with the lamp or something like that. Mm-hmm. All of that falls under the realm of domestic violence for me. Don't don't try to do me any type of physical harm. Period. I don't care mm-hmm. what it is. Just do not do that. And I just that's my problem with that. And I also am. They couldn't. Phaedra got the weakest storyline on this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is so embarrassing she paid that, that, they could, <laughs> that they could not work a little bit harder to make it seem realistic. I just am so honestly very confused. And when they do the episode, Phaedra where they talk too about much to not fake it. <laughs> when they brought up all their childhood trauma, and her trauma was that. She was the darkest person in her family, and everybody else was white passing. Ha- haven't we seen Phaedra Mama before? Is she is she stupid? That like we've was seen li- her family before on the show on Atlanta. Why is she, y'all know Phaedra be lying? <laughs> nobody in her family is light. Like they're all brown. Like they're if they're the lightest person is like medium brown. What is she talking about? I'm that like it that bothered my spirit so deeply because there is no I'm not even being funny. There is no way Phaedra is the complexion she is, and she expected us to believe that the majority of her family is white passing and benefited from forms of white privilege while she was called a nigger baby and expected to be uh better and more put together than everyone else in her family. Hey, Phaedra said just, her family callable for call her nigger stock. I just, just I was so confused. I was like, we seen her mama on, on Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta before. We saw we saw a lot of her family at the sip and see. Yeah. She is they are nobody's white passing nothing. She needs to stop. Well, y'all know, listen. If anything, maybe Apollo's family. Yeah. But Phaedra, no, we saw your family at the Sip and See, Sweet Pea. Y'all know Phaedra be lying. Listen, Phaedra be lying and scamming. (laughs) She needs help. She needs needs help help bad. Mm -hmm. And if they ever, ever, ever try to bring her back to the franchise, I will never watch Real Housewives of Atlanta again. Oh, for sure. No, Uh, I don't think that. I don't think that they will. I think that um, Andy is now very, he's not dependent. I don't want to say that, but I feel like he really likes candy. And I don't think that he would 
mess it up with Candy leaving. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Candy's yeah. not interesting either, but I just think that he has loyalty to Candy and he has his favorites. And Phaedra was never really one of his favorites. So I don't and it I don't was, see you know, that. that I agree with you, Brooke. And also, you know, like Curtis you used to say, it would set a bad precedent. It would. It it absolutely would. Cause ain't no way in hell you could do what Phaedra did going along with that shit that she knew was a lie just for the sake of it. And and, and especially as a whole ass lawyer, I mean, not a good one, but you know, that's neat to hear no there. And like, there's no way she could do that and y'all allow her to come back and it wouldn't leave a bad taste on people. Also, just that's why I believe there's going to be some smoke in the city after Potomac wraps up this oh, season. Oh, oh, we're going to, oh, for sure. Yeah, we oh, going to get there. Sure. We, yeah, sure. we working through it. Also, hate this, the, Medina's past trauma it he said that his mom was schizophrenic and they were homeless sleeping from pillar to post and they were in the mall one day and she tried to sell his brother randomly and after that she was committed and they never saw her again and I was like there's so many plot holes in this I don't know when you a paid actor <laughs> that's very true I was like None of that really makes sense. Like, was she on drugs? Why was she? Why was she randomly trying to sell like, your there's brother? There's no context to this story. Who, who got the authorities involved? Why did you never see her again? Who had y'all? Who raised? It was just a lot, and I was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Because him um, and Phaedra just there for a check. Nothing more. Nothing less. I absolutely yeah. believe Tahiri and Vado's trauma. You know, because they from New York and. In the day, that's I mean, what New York niggas was doing, selling drugs yeah. and, and being violent. And so yeah, look at the material. It's not I mean, we know I mean, who, also, Tahir, we know who Tahiri's most famous ex is, and he is, I say alleged, because I don't ever want no lawsuits from that famous ass nigga, and he has the means to sue people. It's alleged that if Joe Budden is very has been very violent with, with exes and partners in the past. Um, so I was not at all shocked that she has been in a string of abusive relationships. Um, I hate that for her. And um, I can't, you can't often tell victims how to deal with their abuse because no woman wakes up expecting the person they love to be punching them in the mouth and in the nose. Um, You know, abuse is weird like that. It just kind of changes your whole psyche once you're in the thick of it. So I hate that for her. And I hope she really takes some time to heal and stop trying to be under men either paid or otherwise because i don't think her and vital are in no real relationship uh i agree they have no too. chemistry none so um, none none zero also vato looks like a squirrel he looks like sandy the squirrel from spongebob yes yes he does yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agree with that. Friend. He was asked to write an apology, and he he wrote a song. I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> imagine dating no rapper who never got famous for rapping. Like nigga, everything is not a hot sixteen. Please just talk regular. Throw in the tile. Let, like let's use the Queen's English or something. But you know, <laughs> not to, you, <laughs> you, not to see you get on my nerves. You're not about to just keep sitting up here rapping your every thought to me. I could tell you that much. Okay, like nigga, <laughs> speak like you a nigga from Queens, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he did apologize bars, for, for fake pretending to choke her out. Which when I watched that scene back, I could. It was so fake. It was so fake. If you go back and watch the scene, he had his hands on her shoulders. 
That's why I'm like, I'm kind of disappointed in this season of marriage boot camp. I wish they would have just waited longer or went back and not done two back-to-back hip hop editions. Um, because so many of these relationships are not real at all. They're fake. I feel like the only real relationship is Shonda and Willie. And that's because they're legally married. But when I went back and watched the episode and how Votto grabbed her, I was like, damn, y'all couldn't even make it look real. Good grief. I'm a y'all keep talking. I'm gonna put myself on mute so I can go watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um I don't know. I don't have anything for Hazel E or Devon. I she is creepy and he is a child and that's all I got for them. Um Desperate. She's always been desperate. I remember on Love and Hip Hop um, Hollywood when she was begging Young Berg to like her. And Young Berg yeah. was like, look, I've told you a million times, all we're going to do is just have sex. Like, and that's on occasion. He calls her ugly. He calls her Mr. Ed. She is an ugly woman, even with the surgery. I said, wow, how are you still ugly two nose jobs later? I, but- I wanted to- how are you ugly was- with the feel, too? Oh my gosh. <laughs> because you like whenever I think of amazing transforming plastic surgery, I think of Dawn from Danity Kane and uh Yes. That group she was in with Diddy and the other girl. That's if you're gonna fully transform yourself, let it be in that way. Yo Dawn has Oh my is still ugly. She still looks like Jim Varney. Yes. And I, she looks like that wrestler, Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> she just is unattractive. Miss, and she's traumatic. All, like Brooke said, she's always been pressed, always been thirsty. She seeks validation um, in other people. That's why she's so goddamn delusional. Yeah. You just, just with me for the clout and the fame, ma'am. You're not ma'am. famous. Famous. <laughs> you're not famous. You couldn't even stay on. Love and hip hop. You got booted off of that. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> Just are not famous. And Davon is absolutely another paid actor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's um she and she was on Instagram, somebody said, saying that like she's a proud sugar mama and she's You don't have no sugar. I know, but I, she yeah. barely has any money. But I mean the fact Splendor. that she's bragging about spending <laughs> The last that she does have for a man's affection is very sad. That is very sad. Child, don't nobody want no Splenda Mama? Girl. Oh, a Splenda Horse. A Splenda Horse. Thank you. That might be the show show title. title. (laughs) Write that down. I already did. Got it down. A Splenda Horse. Absolutely. I just, you know. so while I was on mute, I did go back and watch it because did you notice he, he grabbed her shoulders? It definitely it. <laughs> I agree with you, Candice. It, it does looks fake. Look fake. Yeah, it looks very fake. It looks very yeah, fake, and we don't make does. fun of domestic violence here. That's a no no for us. But if you rewatch that scene, it don't um, look real. He 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 hopped up erratically and grabbed her shoulders and was standing yeah. there until Doctor Ish rushed over. Like we don't do that. We don't do that. We don't <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> yeah, and I, like shout out because like YouTube, 
YouTube got like a minute real. clip of it, and I just yeah. watched it while I was on mute. And at first, it, I was appalled, and then when I went back and was rewatching it, and I was like, "Yeah, this don't, this, uh, this don't, it don't look, it don't um, look real at all. Um, it don't, it don't. Yeah, it don't look real at all. It, you know what it looks like? It looks like it look, it looks like a movie set stunt double action scene. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's very, very weird. Like I said, it I feel like the only real couples that were on here were Corrupt and Tony and Willie and Shonda, to yeah. which um, they both have daddy-granddaddy abandonment issues. Part, of course, for people in marriages like that. Um, yeah. A lot, you they know, need the money, too. They, they need do. that money badly. I Come mean, bro. they were broke on loving hip-hop Hollywood. I said, my goodness, he was he was screwing the girls in at the Red Roof Inn. I said, oh my yeah. goodness, you're in some rough yeah. shape to be at the Red Roof Inn. I said, oh, not I even a move. courtyard Marriott, <laughs> okay? <laughs> not even a Westin. Oh, I said, you honey, know, niggas, niggas love a Westin. It means not I'm even, niggas. Not even a Hilton Garden Inn or a Sheraton, a Red Roof Inn. Just sorry, just. Poor, honey. Just, I said, oh. I just, can you, my thing is, if you can't afford to be cheating, take your broke ass home. And Shonda's a, a if you ain't got woman. no money, Shonda's take your a broke pretty girl. Ass and home. I remember her being pretty musically gifted for that one season they were on Love and Hip Hop. Like, yep. she, was, she wasn't a Mariah Carey, but she definitely had a nice voice on her. And I just, what happened? I want women, we have so many women, so many black women have been groomed to believe that love, marriage, and kids come first, and she literally put her whole life on hold for him to have a failed music career. Okay. She could have, she could have really gone somewhere. Like you said, I think she's very pretty. I remember her being decent enough in the talent area where they could have made some shake. Yes. Okay. They they could have did something with listen, her. Every, every, listen, that, everybody don't have to be a legend. put that on hold can, just for Willie to cheat on her with 12 different women. And he's broke. And they're broke. Because remember, she was like, yeah, like, I'm going to have to get a job as like, as like a receptionist or something. Like, you, you know, to bring in money. I was like, oh my gosh, they're on national TV doing all this. And she's supposed to get another job because they're that broke. I was like, this is really sad. This is sad to be on national TV and you're still broke. Mm. It was sad. It was. It was. It was. Like y'all can't be me. <laughs> I'm a working. I'm an everyday working person. It's. A, it's you also you know, not married with fifty eleven kids cheating with twelve different women at the Red Roof Inn. Okay. The Red you you Roof can Inn. you can be broke when it's just you that you got to take care of. You get your bills paid. Be a little broke. Buy you a bottle and some chicken and call it a day. Hello. They ain't got no business being broke. <laughs> and if he if they gonna be broke, he ain't got no business cheating with twelve different women. Mm-mm. You can't you can't cheat when you can't afford it, nigga. She could have divorced him by now and found somebody much better. Well, I guess what would she have gotten in the divorce? They're probably too broke to get a divorce. Oh, that's true. She gives me broke. I mean, Shonda gives me broke, honey. If yeah. he has 10 cents, <laughs> he's negative $50. They, I mean, they, uh, no, it just, it just drips, honey. There's a, there's she a definitely, she, she definitely gives me 
random GoFundMe vibes. Yeah. Oh, oh. let's mm. not get into GoFundMe, child. Mm. <laughs> 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 Honey, we see Good luck, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and no shout out. Honey, there is no shade to nobody. You know I love y'all. And I'll be donating to the girl. <laughs> <laughs> just, let me, I don't want nobody saying that I'm shading or honey. We <laughs> Candace brought it up. I did it. <laughs> and I'm out. Listen, sometimes you got to get it how you live, but some of y'all know y'all be wrong. <laughs> now, good luck, everybody. Because I saw an instance of a woman whose apartment caught on fire, and she made a GoFundMe and said she didn't want to invoke her renter's insurance. That's the kind of stuff I don't like. That's Child. why we have renter's insurance. That's why you pay that deductible so you can get that money and run. Nigga, I pay <laughs> State Farm like $5 a month for that shit. <laughs> and, and the likelihood that you will ever have to use it is always slim to none. Yeah, That's the crazy part about it. The times they do have to pay out for renter's insurance, how much money have they collected from people over the years? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, insurance is a scam. I ain't even gonna hold you. However. I'm gonna keep some. Yeah, oh. basically. <laughs> I'm gonna now that's a scam I can believe in. That's yes. when I Yeah. Um that was it for marriage boot camp. I'm looking forward to the lie detector test because Phaedra they're gonna say it's lying. everybody lying. It's like four couples left and it they they uh detected couples deception. Asterisk. They detected deception in three of them, and I bet you it's the three that ain't really couples. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, we're going to move on to love and Speaking of deception. Season two, episode seven Soft Open Heart Shade. Uh, that was a good title. Um, yeah. I agree. Letitia with and Mel decide at the kids' party to talk and that they're going to be cordial and let <laughs> the men handle their mess without them getting involved. And Letitia says she won't discuss Mel as long as Mel don't discuss her. And she feels that Mel was a mean girl. Um, Letitia mm. just want to be a victim so bad. Mm. You got to stand up in what you do. Either you a mean girl or you somebody that don't bother nobody. You can't have it both ways. You can't I do both. Just you can't so much shade vomit. <laughs> I know you did, but because that's part of course, a lot of times on social media, is mm. people want to toe the line. They either want to be mean girls or they want to be. I don't Child. understand why nobody. No, I don't understand why Girl. nobody bother me because I don't bother nobody. I ain't never did nothing to nobody, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we I see it all the time, and I think I just said the other day one thing that I noticed about you, Brooke, is it is it, people are very hard pressed to try to get you to react when they are mean or shady to you and, oh, and they sure. end up spiraling out of control when they can't get that reaction out of you oh I, because brutal keyboard smash on you she will post some memes, some jokes today, and laugh yes, you I up will. out. Brooke will laugh you up out her mentions until you block I, her. I sure will, honey. I sh- let, let me let me be very clear. I don't give free press or free promotion. Hey. Okay? So if you want to argue with me, you have to pay me. If you want to argue, I will never give these girls a free show, free press, free promo. 
So like hey, why said, Brooke sound like she giving her real housewives tail on us? Listen, <laughs> can I tell you? Oh, because, because I've seen it because here's the thing. I, you know me. I'm not I'm not a mean girl, but I got a spicy mouth when it when I want to be spicy. But yeah. also, if somebody gets spicy with me, you don't hear me crying about I don't bother nobody, nobody. No. I I, I dish it and I could take it. Yes. That's me. Yes, you can. Yeah. Dish and I could take it. And when somebody get a good one up on me, all I could do is laugh and keep scrolling. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's all. Brooke is one of those people that I don't see Brooke say mean things about people on Twitter. Really. I don't. I Ooh, don't. Just do not say mean things about people on Twitter. When people start with Brooke, Brooke still don't even start back. I'm going to finish you, though. And you know my girl's going to, because you know the girls don't play about the doll, honey. So I yeah. don't really need to even do much. Because by the time I even think, oh, maybe maybe I will give some friction today. The girls already chew the person up, spit them out. Yeah. Hey, like who really is like Karen, like Karen Hugo, though, like for real, for real. No, I'm uh-uh. I think Brooke is a lot nicer than Karen. Like Karen's claws can come out. Brooke truly don't bother nobody. She cracked jokes. She talks to Brooke will have mean commentary about reality TV before yes. people on Twitter. Yes. Yes. If Ex- Brooke don't like Bingo. you, she will block you and keep it moving. And that will just Bingo. be the end of the conversation. Now, when people that start with Brooke meet their demise on Twitter, oh, uh-huh. we we will kiki about it. Hun, oh, no, 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 you know, honey, I got a long memory, honey, and and you you know what instance I want to bring up, too, but I will not <laughs> give the girl, I will all not right. give. All right, all right, all right, all right, because I just <laughs> remembered know. that, all right. You, you all right. know, I know, child, right. I know. Brooke, 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 hold on, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yes. Brooke, Brooke, I have to ask you this. Yes. Because your memory is long. Yes. <laughs> you finna cuss me out, but I love you. What have you forgiven Cardi? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I'm halfway there because I really like WAP, so I, I'm I'm halfway there with my forgiveness. Progress. For what she did, yes. Come on, progress. You know I have. Yes, a, honey, some progress. You know I'm right there with Brooke. I got love hate thing with Cardi. Like yes, yes. You know, but she seems like she's trying to grow out of some of those super duper reactionary ways that she once had. Yes. Yes. Um, Mama had her business ball with um, I, Mr. Yeah, Joe. I like I like what she did with Joe Biden and I like that she's reaching out to the communities where people really look up to her about voting. Um, yes. So that's that like I'm I'm with you Brooke like I'm right in the middle. Right like, in the middle. Yeah, like I I don't not see it for but I don't have a lot to give her. I yes. Just, I enjoy WAP and her political commentary and her pushes to get people to vote and understand what's at risk. And then I just leave it alone after that. That's all yes. I got. Like, and, I, like- and I like that she likes to give out money as well. Yes, yes, she, yes, yes. She gives oh, the yes. girls money. Yes, she gives she the girls a coin. Um. But speaking of, okay, Brooke, let me ask you, do you feel like Letitia is always reaching for males, um, like approval? Like she do. She needs to feel validated by male all of the time. I hate it. I, it really bothers me. That really bothers me to see that. I'm like, who is male? Who the Mm. F is male? A woman with that cheap looking like a scallop. She looks, I I hate her hair. (laughs) Those wigs drive me nuts. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who the heck is she? She's getting cheated on by this man. And supposedly now they're filing for divorce. They don't even live together. She's living in Atlanta. So it's like, who are you? Like, who is Mel that you need to be seeking approval from her? Like, she's nobody in the grand scheme of things. She's an F-list celebrity on this little D-list reality show on OWN. Where comes on Saturday night. Cause those are quick weaves. Those are not even wigs. Those are, it's like, she's still getting tracks glued in her hair. Yes. Um, I, I do feel like Mel is a mean girl. Like when Letitia was like, I've got so many good things going. I'm just trying to be positive. I don't want to be at odds. I don't want what we have going to bleed over into our kids. And Mel just started laughing in her face. I'm not mature enough to handle something like that. Cause I would have threw a drink in Mel's face. Yeah. Because you are going to, you're going to extend me a certain level of respect that I'm extending you. Because I didn't have to come to your child's birthday party. Of course, but yeah, I did it because though, I don't want you our, have come to her. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have I did come. It I wouldn't have come to that birthday party. It, it's no no shade. I hate that the kids are not able to play together. But when I even when they talk about. Um, brought up like something that Martel said about Marceau and it getting back to their oldest child. Yeah, we could went, never be apologized to the child. We could never be friends again after something like that. No. Yeah. Like that's the crazy thing. And the, the sad thing about all of this is like these kids who just minding their business being kids is involved in y'all grown ass bullshit. Y'all are grown. You're 36 and y'all acting like this. Like Martel was at that party. He apologized. Imagine, imagine, imagine having to imagine being at your eleven-year-old to the side and say, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. I was on social media saying that your dad was cheating on your mom with twenty women. I was being petty and trying to make your dad mad. None of that is true. Your dad is good to your mom." Imagine, imagine having my to kids do that wouldn't be around your kids or you. Oh no! Period. I, I just, and this, again, this is all Letitia's doing because Marcel doesn't want anything to do with the Holtz. He is, he is perfectly content for there to be no friendship at this point. He says he's okay with it. She needs to let that weird savior complex go that she has with Mel because as Brooke said, Mel is nobody. Yeah, she, she isn't. And like, I don't know, it's like a human nature thing. Like, if Tisha were to act aloof and pull the same thing, you know, that Mel's doing to her, Mel would probably want to, like, mend fences. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people always want you when you fit. don't want them. So she yeah. needs to do some reverse psychology and play the same game on Mel. And Mel, she'll have Mel eating out of her hand. Well, Letitia don't sound like she's smart enough to do that. Cause, I mean, That's Letitia, very true. Letitia is in the wrong group of girls to not be able to hold her own. And we end up seeing that with Destiny because... She don't hold on, on with nobody. Um, When Destiny showed up at Marceau's office to have that meeting, I was mortified at her behavior. Like, girl, they talking about construction on the salon suites. You talking about make sure you got a natural stylist there. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what? goodness. <laughs> <laughs> And I, again, I feel for Letitia because she has allowed Mel to make her feel like even being a stay-at-home wife and mom is nothing. And I could not do that because it's far too much work. I would rather get up and go to work than be home all day uh, looking after my child. I'm going to be honest with you. 
let me tell you, the pandemic <laughs> showed me that being a stay-at-home wife and mother is never going to be for me. I'm okay. screaming. <laughs> okay? And I love and my child. considering you got a bun in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> 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 too much, too much wop. <laughs> but no, I'm just joking. But like, it is. <laughs> Let us know, girl. Let the girls know, honey. <laughs> it's a full time job to be a stay at home wife and mother. This how she, just, she just casually dropped that though, bro. Yeah, no, honey, she let like... us know. She let the girls know, honey. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, don't let this podcast fool okay. you. She got that macaroni in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reason why this nigga still here. Okay. <laughs> it's a re- this how London got here. This the remix you better yeah. heard. I love y'all and can't stand y'all at the same time. Lord Jesus. You set yourself up for that one. Dog. Yes, girl. You set yourself up. I know. Up. You tried to I slide know. that shit in so quick. I know I tried it. You see, I tried to about being a stay at home, but no, <laughs> I just hate that. She she's, too, yeah, I do hate that she's allowed them to make her feel like being a stay at home wife and a mother yeah. is just beneath. I think Marceau has a hand in there too because he is. I do not like, I don't like none of these niggas to be to be clear, but the way he just talks to her, he 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 talks to her like she's a child, yeah, yeah. But and I don't from like from from the conversation they had prior to Destiny getting there, um, that is a lot of that has to do with the relationship she has with her mom, um, because Marceau was telling her that you've got to start holding your your mom accountable for her behavior because it seems to be negatively impacting your relationships with people, and. Yeah. He he said, you know, if you made as many excuses for me as you made for your mom, we would be okay. Her mom is a lot. Wanda, yeah, she, Wanda yeah, oh, is Wanda. a lot. I don't like Wanda. I don't either. <laughs> I cannot stand Wanda, and Wanda is going to have a a huge hand in the final demise of their marriage. Because mm-hmm. I don't care for Marceau, but the way she was talking to him in, in the in the house he paid for at that little family dinner uh for Kimmy's birthday, I no, was no. mortified. I was just sitting there like, how do you and and Letitia was just sitting there with the blank face. If you have to constantly apologize to people on behalf of your mama for her behavior. You gotta sit down and have a talk with your mom. Shit, that's with anybody. Like, imagine you having any kind of relationship with anybody, familial, platonic, romantic, and you always apologizing for their behavior. That no yeah, man, no man, no stand. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not doing any of that. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. No. No, I'm, I no. can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like either you, either you gonna have to learn how to get some act right, or we just gonna have to figure out how we gonna move and by move I mean I am gonna have to move away from you because I'll be damned if I keep apologizing for your grown ass fucking behavior oh yes. for sure yeah it's a big no for me um I like but when she when Tisha <laughs> revealed that her mama had her young I was like that makes perfect sense yeah it makes yeah, and it, sense. yeah it does make sense but still mm-mm, it's a no for me when it comes to Wanda it's like it makes sense but also girl no yeah no um, we we said this in a pregame. Brooke did. I like Kimmy. I don't like Maurice. Um, no, no, I and he's the best out of the three guys, though. He's yeah, he is the best out. He's the least 
problematic out of the three, but I hate the way he kind of deals with his son and his son's mom. Yeah. Co-parenting means you parent together and him making, I still want to understand what's the point of his child's mom and her husband moving to Huntsville and monster is still going to be living with Maurice full time. I really don't understand that dynamic at all. Other than she wants to be, around her son more. Um, but it's like, he's the one that's pushing for it. Also, so I didn't, I'm a, I didn't I'm like when he confused. was like, like, <clears throat> I didn't like when he was telling Kimmy, like, this is, it's not a dictatorship, but it's not a democracy. It's more like a dictator that listens. That That's not appealing, nigga. I don't like that. I don't for like them? that. For some reason, I kind of get the impression that Maurice and all and Kimmy are just doing this for a storyline because they don't really have a storyline. Like they're like they the do not have like, a storyline. Yeah, and they I don't have like, big marital problems and stuff no, like the other don't. two couples. They don't, and I think that they're doing this because they just want to stay on the show. I actually think this is all like they're all just pretending. Like you think it's fabricated. Oh, yeah, I think that, I think this is all a front that like with the son and the whole moving and the ex-wife or whatever. I think that this is all just like manufactured because they just want to stay on the show and keep collecting a check. Yeah, I see that. especially since he is uh, at the point where they're filming this, he's studying for the bar exam. And so he's probably not like super, super working and she's the breadwinner. And so it probably takes some of the financial strain off of them um while he studies for yeah while he studies for the bar exam but when he called her kimmy iowa i was like uh (laughs) if you don't the significance of that is his child's mom's name is iowa so so wait wait, hold on what yeah he he was like okay kimmy iowa well i was monster's mama and that's why she snapped at him like that's not funny and don't ever do it again Okay, I didn't pick up on that because I did. I what? Who's oh, all right? Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Who the I, fuck would name I, that? I did like that Marceau was straightforward with Destiny saying, "Hey, you know me and the Holtz don't have a working relationship, don't have a working friendship. Is this going to be an issue if I put in this bid for your salon suite?" Um, I think business wise, I do like Marceau. Just as a husband, he's got, he's he's an he's an a hole to me as a husband. I agree. I don't like him as a husband. I I like him as a businessman because or a he, father. He, he, yeah, I that agree too. with that too, bro. Yeah, that I agree too. With that too. Uh, because even in that, like Tisha, Tisha Tisha was having an issue with him doing business with this, and even though they're friends with the host, it's like this is business, beloved. This is bringing money, and like when it comes yep. to the money, when it comes to bringing bread into this house. Nigga, I got my eye on the prize. I ain't got my eye on the hopes. Yeah, when Letitia wanted Marceau to bow out a bidding for the salon suites, I was like, no shade, but But this is why you may be better suited to be a stay-at-home wife or mom or, (laughs) or, no, have something outside of working with your husband because you don't understand the business. Yeah, and that's very important. Destiny came to Marceau and asked him to place a put in a bid package. Industry, I mean, I see this all the time as an engineer because it's part of our process. When you're asked to submit a bid package, you 
definitely should. Your your reputation is on the line. So it, when she's like, well, we don't want to be competing against them. They're going to choose their friends. If we talk in money and who can get it done the fastest and the best, friendship is not going to come into play. That's right. Hello. It's not coming into Hold play. On, wait, and Marceau wrong. was very honest with Destiny, too, and he could have kind of played with her and jerked her about. And he was like, honestly, until I get the notice to proceed, I can't promise you anything. And he's absolutely right. Because the notice to proceed is the critical path for most construction projects. Without it, you're sitting up. And he was honest with her. Like, it's five to eight weeks out. All of my clients have asked me, could I work magic? And I'm telling them the same thing, this, what the city is telling me. Um, Come on, so like I said, engineer learning us. <laughs> yes, honey. So I'm like, on the business side of things, he's very honest. Um, his moral compass seems to be pointing north. And... I do hope that he has the better bid package just because Martell and Melody get on my nerves really bad. I, I can't stand them. Also, it I seems can't. like they don't do business not nearly as well as they like to put on that they do. Um, When he was complaining to Mel about how she needed to step up and do more and this, that, and the third, I'm going to tell you what I had in my notes because it was kind of spicy. Because I think we're on the same page, friend. Go ahead. You you had two years worth of cheating, but we now you magically page. don't have time to step up and, and handle more at your own business. Let, let me tell you something. You had Let's two years it. worth of free time to have a whole mistress. A whole a girlfriend, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't no mistress. That was a girlfriend. That, that was, was your a girlfriend. Woman. By his own words, that was his girlfriend. That, that, yes, like Brooke said, allegedly, he is now living with. Mm. Yep. And she's pregnant, allegedly. Allegedly. So, <laughs> so you had all the time to do that, but <laughs> you telling Mel she need to slow down, but you don't have time to step up to the plate. Like, nigga, weren't you supposed to be in therapy? Weren't you supposed to be doing more as a husband and as a partner to Melody? But all of a sudden, she need to slow down so you could take a break, nigga. I know you fucking lying. Absolutely. I was like, child. And the excuse that the stuff that Mel is doing isn't bringing money into the house um nigger sir fam first of all i wouldn't i wouldn't buy any skincare from male as long as her hair looks the way that it looks <laughs> candace <laughs> nope i don't care how much makeup <laughs> she have caked on her face until she is giving me giving me better and brighter in the hair department I don't want no skincare from her. You are never going to let up on <laughs> She reminds me of a poor man's Carrie Hilson when Carrie Hilson first came out with oh, that haircut. No. Ooh. Oh, no. I see it. Uh, same. That's why. I, I, mean, I see it. I see like, it. I want to refute Brooke, but I can't because I see it. No, no, I definitely see it. I see and it. also, I, I need Destiny to let go of this thing with Kimmy. Didn't nobody listen? Didn't nobody know you were your husband because you weren't even living at living in Huntsville for a good part of the time. You just moved to Huntsville when you married LaDeric. I don't pay any attention to them. When, <laughs> when when their scenes come on, when she speaks, I mute the TV and I walk and maybe pour a glass of water or some wine. <laughs> I don't pay any attention. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care about Lederick and <laughs> Destiny. Bro, you don't pay attention to Lederick with the good chicken. I I sure don't. I sure don't. 
And that's all I have to say about that. Um, I I feel like Destiny is very shady for somebody um, who can't dress <laughs> and who was having a soft opening for a salon suites and that ponytail and that bang was very scarce. Um, By Yang. Sparse. <laughs> yeah, sparse. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was it was empty. I was, I was like that bang thin, ain't it? It was thin. And why hmm. I felt like she wore that dress before in another oh, episode. Did. Uh episode one, because she so she definitely she she definitely gives me wear the same dress three times in one week. Yeah. I, and and again, I just need Letitia to find some new some, friends because yes. She forced her way into the conversation with Mel and um, Kimmy, and then my girl, I got thrown out last week. You know, I don't Destiny know how it's gonna came go. Over, yeah, and then it was weird. I, so this, this the weird part. It wasn't the little dig about let me go because I got escorted out last time. I mean, girl, you wasn't invited, but whatever, whatever. Right. Whatever. It was the weird out the blue, let me invite you to this marriage empowerment that I'm holding. And like, I didn't even know that you was holding. She pulled that out of thin air. She was like, ooh, let me one up mail. I'm having a marriage empowerment event. And Kimmy, <laughs> Kimmy, like, I didn't know I was going to be part of the panel, but I I mean, I I, I know now. Girl, I guess. And <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't know I wasn't, I didn't know this was a thing, but I guess. And then she says, Tisha says she and Marceau will be on the panel. And the crazy part is in the previews for next week, he don't show up. On, or mm. he don't show up on time. She's Ooh. calling him like, where's you at? Mm. Congratulations. You played yourself. Uh, <laughs> in the confessional, Destiny says she didn't want no marriage advice from Tisha and Marceau. But if she want to learn how to make espresso, she'll ask Tisha. And I was like, ooh, ouch. Now, that is some shade I can get behind. Sizzling. Um, she needs to calm her ass down. She's I'm so gonna tell you because, be yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> because <Still> uh, Marceau <laughs> ended up uh, kind of reading uh, Destiny and Lederic for filth when Marceau said that uh, Letitia needed to ignore Destiny because single people and newlyweds always have the best advice because they haven't been through anything. And they typically are just still in the honeymoon phase and talking to talk. They haven't even followed the advice that they've given out. And mm. I didn't have anything to say about that. Uh, she was throwing a lot of shade for somebody who husband wouldn't even help her relocate to Huntsville while she was pregnant. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was about to say, like... <laughs> Or she still has a lot to say for her and Lederick are still fighting over the fact that she didn't take his last name after they got married. Yeah, oh, they my got a, gosh. Like, they got a lot going on. It's just that the other couples are so shitty where it's like it's kind of fair game. But there, there is a, a That's why I was, Like, I agree with you, Brooke. Like, you've got to pay them dust because for them to have been married literally a month, they've got a lot going on. Already. They sure do. A lot of big issues at that. Like, they have argued about her refusing to have a GYN in Huntsville, and she's traveling back and forth to Memphis to go to her prenatal appointment. Meanwhile, all, this nigga is right here. All kind of stuff like Jeez. that. It's like they have a lot going on that she kind of should slow her roll a little bit. 
Yeah, sweep around her own front door. <laughs> she should. Um, yeah. and, she should. She and should. lastly, Mel and Destiny discussed the convo that Destiny had with Tisha, and she tell she told Mel that Tisha brought Marceau some espresso, and Mel said, "Oh, so she's back to her normal duties." Um, again, y'all y'all got a lot to say for somebody that's coming off the brink of a save my marriage baby. Yeah. Mm. And it you didn't save their marriage. <laughs> you literally had to save my marriage baby and y'all are still not together. And you had he has run you up out of Huntsville. Mm. So that he could live happily ever after only, and let his new mistress be a, part of Hope and Hope. Not only did you have a save my marriage baby, that nigga used his surgery to get you in to stand with him and you fell for it. Yeah. Because they had that baby. They could see that baby while he was recovering from surgery. Because remember, when we talked about it. Like, she's still mad at him, but they didn't still he, having sex and fucking like, a lot. Didn't he mess his knee up or some shit? She act like yeah. he was having his, his, uh, he was getting a heart transplant. Yeah, that nigga fucked up his knee. But nigga he was knee deep in that he pussy. Had, he had fluid oh. on his knee from cheating. Right. Now, the fluid was her, you know, never mind. That's very that's wrong. Not, I didn't was, say that. It was the wop. Wop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nigga had wop surgery. His <laughs> knees. <laughs> 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 this is all your fault. You heard so this. So <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is the move we want to have because we about to go. We we finally here. Okay, that was it for Love and Marriage Huntsville. It's gonna still be messy next week too. Um, but yes, Real Housewives of Potomac season five, episode three. Sip and see you later. Woo! I like that title. Usually, I, I get too. on their titles, but I like that. Yeah, title. I like that title. Um, where do we want to start? Where, I want to start with that flashback where Ashley told Giselle that Candace went out of her way to become BFFs with Sharice. I have so much smoke for Candace that mm. it is unfunny. First of all, she looks like a Furby. Are she you? does. <laughs> a bobblehead. She, she, <laughs> and for her to have made those, the comments she made about Ashley being a bed wench and all of, you married to a white man who got three kids with two baby mamas. And you married to a you married to a white baby daddy, but he literally owns a whole restaurant. But he is he is paying so much child support that y'all can't keep y'all head above water financially. Right, like I would eat his food because it looked like he can cook like a motherfucker, but still. When you own a whole restaurant and the food is said to be spectacular, and y'all are still dependent on Dorothy for financial assistance, I don't want mm. to hear your opinion about nobody else. What you say, Brooke? Sweeping because around the porch. Michael Darby lost his uh, restaurant and him and Ashley still living in a penthouse. And he's still worth $15 million. And Chris can't say the same. Wait, and y'all how, know wait I Michael cannot, is worth how much, Brooke? Okay, $15 million. Michael Darby had that Jesus. restaurant. That was a play toy for him. That's why he didn't care about closing it. Isn't he like a real estate mogul or some shit? He's a real estate developer. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's a real estate developer. Yeah, I thought you knew. No, I did. I thought you knew because if we look at the past seasons, 
Um, that's why, like, like I knew he Ashley, was worth some money, but I didn't know he was. No, but that's why Ashley and her mama was always beefing because Ashley's mama was trying to get in on some of that money, and mm-hmm. Michael Darby was like, "Absolutely not! Your mom needs to get herself together and get on her own feet." I'm not yeah. here to support like, I knew mom. he was worth some money, but I didn't know he was worth that much. It's like, yeah, Monique is the richest, and then it's Ashley right after her, and then it's yeah. Karen. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, y'all continue my bad. Jesus Yeah. Christ. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> Candace, you a liar, and you that sat in our face, and you lied, and the thing that I'm enjoying about this season is that all of this behind-the-scenes stuff is coming out as the season is running. Because usually you, you find out all the ap- behind-the-scenes stuff after the season has ended. Yeah. Yep, like, as you're going into the reunion. So we're seeing in real time, we're seeing Candace lying to people's face. And mm-hmm. we're getting the truth in real time. Because she mm-hmm. absolutely knew Sharice and Monique were at odds. She had a two-hour, that two-hour phone conversation with Gigi and put Gigi in contact with Sharice. So you yep. knew the whole time. You was calculating. Sure did. And Giselle, too. Which, never mind. I, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Continue. I just, let, let it not, let us not just skip over the fact that Candace had a two-hour phone conversation with Gigi dragging Monique and spreading these lies and these rumors. And at no point did Candace say, this is a lot I'm not going to give you Sharice's number. You'll have to go through one of the other girls to get it. You're I'm not a liar, girl. I'm not going to put myself in that. Look, I, don't you're care, liar. I don't care how much I don't like somebody. That's the type of stuff I do not want to be associated with. Okay. I, I just, it's just so low down. I do not want to be associated with talking about a woman had an abortion instead of a miscarriage or that her child is not her husband's that stuff is very low down and it's bordering on the Phaedra candy stuff to me. That's it some is. lipstick Ellis shit. It's it's like, this is just so horrific and horrendous. Um, I, I have to say this season as excited as I am for it, it's also going to wear me thin finding out all this information now. Cause now I'm just watching it. It's getting angrier and angrier. Y'all know I cannot stand Giselle. So watching her and the, the constant jabs at Monique and just thinking in the back of my head, like, wow, Giselle, Candace and Sharice and Gigi really ran around the entire DMV saying that this girl had an abortion and was cheating on Chris and that, and that Chase isn't Chris's baby. Like, j- just knowing that they were doing this for a whole six months straight, telling everybody who would listen just really makes me sick to my stomach. And it's it, really it, sad. Yeah. This is crazy. All, like, you're that jealous of this of all, First of all, if you look at Chase, you know damn well that's Chris' baby. He looks just something. like him. When I watched the live with Monique and Chris, first of all, um... When you see Chris on TV, I almost feel like they go out their way to get him at bad angles. Because yes, when him and smaller. Monique were on live, I was like, they kind of, they look good together. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not as bad looking as they portray with the man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I said to myself, he's actually kind of handsome. And he I and Monique, he and Monique look good together. And, and then finally getting a glimpse of his personality because, like I said, he stays out of the hen house. He don't really be in there pecking with the women. Well, he's, he's about to be. Yeah. He's about to be in the hen house because this oh, is yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. The rooster is coming to, uh, to crow at this point. Um, and it's about time. 
But I just, I'm with you, Brooke. As I'm watching this season, we are literally seeing these ladies lie to everybody's face as the season is going along. And it's really disgusting because this whole sip and see thing, I'm confused about I thought sip and sees were a Southern thing. I thought they were rooted in Southern tradition. You know damn well Michael Whiteass don't know shit about no goddamn sip and see. I don't know where, where Ashley is from to nitpick at her, but either way, she decided to have a sip and see. And when they were in the store, Michael is very unkind to Ashley. Mm-hmm. And I just I feel a little bit sorry for her because I, I definitely believe she stays with him for the financial stability. $15 million. Ain't that what Brooke said? Because <laughs> um, postpartum is really hard to deal with. Uh, it takes a lot out of you and you don't get to just lay down and, and be in it. You still have to get up and parent and be, be there. And Michael works. And I'm pretty sure Ashley, a brunt of what the baby needs day to day, it falls on her. And he was really unkind to her. Like, are you finished? I'm trying to get back to work. I'm ready to go. And I was like, damn. Yeah. I think he's just annoyed in go general. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I, oh, I'm it sorry. seems I didn't like it, it seems like he's just annoyed in general with the show. Like yeah. with her wanting to be on there because they don't need yeah. the money. Mm-mm. No. So that it and seems like they're not that, having sex either, which Ashley seems, said. So I'm I'm sure that's taking a toll on them not having any intimacy. It seems like he oh, just yeah. like people like I mean, it comes from Candace, so, you know, it's, we have to take that with a grain of salt because of how miserable she is, which we will get to that more in just a second. But it does seem like Ashley and Michael's relationship is literally just a business contract because he seems, even before this season, like, he just seems annoyed with everything that she wants to do, especially when it pertains to the girls. Like, he's just like, I don't want to be here. But I, what I do want to be here is to make other men feel uncomfortable, hence that those allegations about his behavior. But grab. But and then they're going to go through it again, too, with this season. With this again. Trip. Yep. With the preview. I've seen the preview. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 So just, it's like part two of it. So I'm sure he's pissed off. Like, like I, I have a feeling that if they don't get divorced, then she's not going to come back for season six. Because I think they said, look, you, this, this show is about to destroy our marriage. Like, it's either me or the show. And I can see, like, her maybe giving up and not being on the show. Yeah, me because too. It's, like, getting dire. Like, these people are out to destroy. Like, if you, you know what I'm saying? The, the ones who seem to be, like, in pretty solid marriages and have money. The, the other girls who are bitter. The bitter girls are who are Robin. Well, no, Giselle first. Giselle, Robin, Candace, um, they are just out to destroy the younger and rich girls because they're broke and bitter and like, have no man or a piece of a man. One thing we can count on Brooke for, Brooke gonna call somebody broke. <laughs> <laughs> and she, but she, she's not lying. Like, uh, <laughs> she's not. That's before why we, we love Brooke. But Brooke, listen, let me tell you something. Like, it'd, be, it'd be like that joke of like, nobody. You know, silence. Okay. Then it'll be like it'll be like nobody silence. Then Brooke, girl, you know she broke. <laughs> 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 
We love you, Brooke. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Brooke. <laughs> Brooke is gonna call the girls, and I'm using girls gender inclusive here. Brooke gonna call the girls broke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brooke gonna call the girls broke. Brooke gonna call the girls poorly class. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Brooke. <laughs> Brooke gonna say the Brooke gonna say the girls are without class and they are f list at f list at best. Let me tell you something. But do she be lying? Is the no, question. No, she don't. She don't. That's, uh, she that's don't. all. That's all I be wanting to say. Like when she talk, when we talk about Giselle and Robin, it's not a Let lot. Let me tell you something. <laughs> It's not okay, a lot. Okay, so Brooke, 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 let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Because we kind of all over the place. I, I'm going to bring us back, but I just want to ask us this. I'm going to get us back on course. I would just want to ask this. Do you ever see a time in this show where they won't have Giselle alone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely see it. I think um, I'm actually thinking this could be her last season. Really? Because I'm sure that can't. So with these allegations, the fact that Monique has revealed that they've all been in on trying to destroy her family and saying that she had an abortion, you see every single episode, we're only on, th- we're only three episodes in so far. And Giselle right. has made that same crack about Monique cheating and, you know, the baby not being Chris's. I don't think that Andy, Andy has a limit. He doesn't want this show to become like Love and Hip Hop or other trashy shows. Like Bravo prides themselves on being the creme de la creme of reality TV. I do not think that they're going to let this slide, especially since now, you know, producers are like coming out and, um, you know, I had somebody from the set of RHOP hit me up and say, yeah, you know, Giselle was really in on this whole thing. Like they, they told me this weeks before the show even premiered. So I was mm. just like, wow. So I was, I remember, you know, I didn't, I couldn't say anything, but you know, I'll just wait. But I mean, I was in shock. I don't think that Andy is going to allow this to happen because, um, also, Monique is the fan favorite. She's my favorite. She's everyone's favorite. Andy is willing to let a villain go when it's been too much, and they see that the person that people really just do not like them. Majority of people, yeah, yeah, majority of people do not like Giselle. Just like the same way I cannot stand Giselle, a lot of people feel the same way, including you guys. You know what I'm saying? When you go on the timeline, everybody's like, Giselle is so jealous of Monique. You know, it's just sad. I definitely see if this isn't her last season, then maybe season six would be her last season. But she has no storyline. She's broke. She gives us dated fashions. She gives us that limp, ugly, blonde, orange hair. I mean, no patio furniture. I, I was shocked. I said, are you no, kidding Not me? no patio. No, when Robin came, when Robin came over to that tear down in last week's episode, and she had those two church basement fold-up chairs on her deck, I said, I know you lying to me right now. She had a church basement. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Giselle talks very big and very grand to be so tore up and to have no money. <laughs> She's in that clown When they, listen, when they pulled, stupid. when they showed that house and that man was putting that, some new windows in, you know he wasn't no labor contractor. 
<laughs> you know she went and found somebody from Baltimore to come put them goddamn windows in. It wasn't nobody else around there putting windows in. I didn't had hey, windows wait, installed wait. in the house. Okay? Wait. I didn't had it done. And when they install new windows, when you go through a reputable company, it be multiple people working on the installation. Yeah, it like was, four it was, people. It was one long Mexican man putting in that goddamn window. <laughs> Hey wait! Hey, Yo, you she had, had me fucked up. Hey, just had no black fold out tables when the family function happened and niggas playing space. <laughs> she sure did. She sure did. Like she was on a freaking stoop somewhere watching the cars go by and they're playing a space game outside. Like the true loser she is. Don't get me started. We'll be here all day and night because I can just roast and read that girl down from sun up to sundown. <laughs> She had the little chair. And you like you remember like when the family get together for Thanksgiving and they had the like the grown up table and the kitty table. <laughs> she had the kitty table chair. Didn't even offer Robin something to drink. I said, you know, it's just this is poor etiquette. This is just a poor hostess. Like we're just seeing instances of this woman just be such just a poor everything. She's just a poor excuse for a human being. She's just an evil individual. Let's just yes. get into it. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. I mean, since we're here now. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, we're here now. We might as well. She doesn't like Monique because she's jealous of Monique. And also, it's a colorism issue. She does not. Let's talk about it. Because, you know, the girls ain't like when you bring up colorism. Gotta, let's go. I got to get this off my chest. What was that cheap-ass dinner cruise that they went on for her birthday? Right, listen. Also, Jamal Bryant is a piece of little itty-bitty dumb ugly slow talking sound like he chewing his tongue shit i was about to say because the nigga look like donkey kong give yo how do you give somebody a restaurant that's failing it's already failed it closed down it closed down down. i saw the article it shut down and before it shut down it had a lot of health code violations Mm -hmm. just like old lady game worse worse like Child, the thing, how the thing you gonna with try to ruin is, my kids' credit? I'll beat right? everybody ass in here. Like the thing with cause I cause since we're here, since we're here, like the thing that stuck out to me was that Giselle was talking to Robin. And she like Brooke said, she wasn't a good host. She couldn't offer her just Robin shit because she don't have shit because she broke. The thing that stuck out <laughs> look at me sounding like Brooke. The thing that stuck out <laughs> your impact, My friend, influence. your legacy, your impact. <laughs> we stand the dog. The thing <laughs> The thing that stuck out to me was that Giselle is telling Robin that, you know, I see it for Jamal because I'm stupid. I mean, she didn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking while I'm watching it. Um, she sees it for Jamal. She's never been happier now that Jamal is back good, quote unquote. And the girls, her daughters, is like, yeah, like we like daddy as daddy, but far as mm-hmm. like y'all being together, this ain't that sis. And mm-hmm. the fact that she, and she told Robin that, and she was like, I just don't know what these girls' problem. Giselle, <laughs> the problem is you being with this nigga, and your daughters is telling you, look, beloved. We well, listen. We like daddy as daddy, but this nigga ain't shit as a partner. Okay. 
and you stood in here saying, well, I don't know what's wrong with these girls. Children need to stay in children's place. Well, the children have more sense than the adults in this fucking situation. Child. These girls know that Jamal ain't shit. You the only person that don't know. They don't even like their daddy is their daddy. They say they feel like he only called because he want to stay on good terms with Giselle. He don't call because he genuinely care about their day. How they doing, what they going through. Mm. Uh, Giselle, I'm going to tell you what pissed me off about Giselle. (sighs) Bitch, you got a (laughs) lot of nerve to sit up and talk about anybody cheating on anybody when Jamal Bryant can't stop making congregation fucking babies within his own church. 11 kids. 11 kids. And just had one while y'all been back together. You have a lot of audacity. You are the poster child for a nigga who loves to have outside babies. You, one of the first things you ever said when you were introduced to us on Potomac was, my ex-husband got a can't keep his thing in his pants problem. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that's why we divorced. He's sparing the rod on everybody but you. Yup. <laughs> and and end up spoiling the child because it's his. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't All you. them kids be his. Child. You are so, you lack so much self-awareness that it gives me a headache. It's crazy. So when they had to like, I mean, we'll get to it in a minute, but like when they had that little um dinner, I mean, the sip and see, and like Karen was trying to be the voice of reason, and Giselle was like Karen of all people. And I was like, no, Giselle, you of all people. Because Karen was trying to keep the peace. Meanwhile, I mean, Giselle trying to keep just, the mess going. We could go on and talk about the sip and see. Ashley missed the drama, and Michael needs yep. to go on and let his wife get back in the fold full time yep. and stop yep. trying to make her be. Because I definitely think being back around the girls more will help her battle her postpartum depression. Um, Because I love babies. I love my baby. But for the first, I want to say, eight weeks that London was born, she ain't do nothing. She just (laughs) ate, slept, pooped, giggled a little bit here and there, whined, and it was a rinse and repeat. Like it, it's like watching paint dry, honestly. Mm. So for me, it's like I was glad to go back to work and get a sense of normalcy. I was really excited to be back at work when I went back to work. Um, yeah. so didn't we just talk about this with um, Merit to Medicine LA with Kendra and Hobart? Yeah, like it's, mm-hmm. it's time to let Ashley get back into the fold, and you know, she missed the mess because she started it at her own goddamn sipping seat. <laughs> she didn't really start it though and I actually didn't think that she really started it I thought that even if she didn't say anything it was going to come up because the fact that they brought Sharice in the fold you know and that walrus stepped into the room things were bound to go left Bro, I'll live with you I don't I, I, I don't like think she, she wanted it she, to go she there she unintentionally she, threw the alley-oop yeah she, okay, definitely, you know, she right. definitely brought it up and was like here we go ladies bon appetit you're right and I'm not and I'm not upset at it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not upset at it at all. Ashley is a good bone collector. She has been she in the franchise that's been of the her show. Role on the show. That's been her role. And she yeah. wants to get back into it, and that's fine. Um 
But it's yeah. just Candace she taking these digs about. First of all, why is Wendy here? I, I do cannot. not like Wendy. I, I don't do. either. She okay. I'm for glad you, we all for you to like, be okay. such a for you to be such an educated, decorated political analyst. Why commentator? Like, why, let why her are tell you me. here? Why are you here? Like why are you like girl? You be on CNN. Why are you here? Like carried on with this mess. And let me and the reason why I don't like Wendy. Let me tell you something. Because I text Candace this. Well, I didn't text all of them, but I text Candace. I I don't like her. Before we started recording, everybody on this show. For good or for bad, seems like they authentic self. Karen seems like they're her authentic self. Giselle, for good or bad, mostly bad, seems like All her bad. authentic self. All <laughs> bad. What are you talking about mostly bad? You better stop it. <laughs> Come on. Get me in line, bro. <laughs> All bad. Um, Candace, Wendy for... is trying to force her way into the fold, and I don't. Yes. And it, you can yes. tell. And also, yes. if Karen Huger don't like you, you got some shit with you. Yes. Because Karen is intent yes. on paying her dust every time she sees Wendy. Yes. And she Let said it. Like, listen. I've met her before. I'm not impressed. So Listen, 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 listen. If Karen Huger is willing to acknowledge Giselle in the room more than Wendy, you have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like, like Wendy. Wendy just seems like when she, she started like instigating, like so maybe she didn't want to discuss it because she doesn't ex- consider Girl, you just got here. here. Consider every woman here her friend and Monique is not your friend. How would you know? You don't know these ladies. You don't you know. You just Candace? got here. We don't even know you, Wendy. How the fuck you speaking on these other girls? We at least know these other girls. We don't know you. The only Child. thing we know is that they show. She cl- my soul. She does because she's trying too hard. She's trying too hard to get a wine glass or whatever they have on Potomac. And you can glass. tell. Let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I have never heard a black girl say, well, who child? And it feels so fake before I met Wendy. Like every time Wendy says child or girl or whatever the fuck, it seems so fake. Like this ain't you. Can we, um, Mm -hmm. mm, mm, I'm so, this is problematic, but go ahead. I mean, it's us. They know what when, they're When into. we saw Wendy's mom, did y'all be like, yeah, she looks about Nigerian. When you saw her foundation on her face, they match her skin tone. I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, why is her face so light, but the rest of her body is kind of dark? And I was like, mm. <laughs> Seems about Igbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be the show title. Write that down. Seems about Igbo. Write that down. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. Her foundation is like four shades lighter than her. That's a lot. And yeah. then I her just... Founda- like, the, like the rest of her is at 2.30. Her foundation is like 6.30. Yeah. Wendy's foundation doesn't match either. No, it does not. No, it and does I not. said, oh, I said, okay. I just said, okay. And kept, it, look at kept the it pushing. Yeah, I said, I said, she's Fenty 460 and she's wearing 420. She uh, is. She is. Mm. Um, <laughs> but she just does too much. She does. And the, and the wigs be stiff and shiny and the clothes be dated. And and she kind of is... She needs to n- never wear a romper again. Woo! Mm. She's a little bad built for, for a romper. 
You know. We got to know our strengths and our weaknesses now. We know what look good on us and what don't. Like when she wore that and I was like, because usually, you know, when you wear a romper, you thinking of like figure. And I'm like, I was looking for the I was trying to I figure it out. It. Like figure out what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Candace, fuck you. <laughs> Make that a headline. I was, I was trying to figure it out. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but I just... Candace wants to be a victim so bad to the point where yes. she sat up and lied in her own husband's face about the nature yes. of Sharice and Monique's relationship. In which and she did didn't. you peep that Chris wasn't buying it because he was like, this don't make no sense. Yeah. When your own husband is kind of like, I know you and how you do. I was like, yeah, she like she's sitting up here lying in Chris's face. She absolutely knows why. Monique has nothing to do with Sharice. And she can't, for her to be so big, bad, and bold, and if I said it, I said it, she won't stand ten toes down on the fact that she went out of her way to be friends with Sharice because her and Monique were beefing. And she's lying about it. Yeah, once her and Monique tried to get cool again, she now she want to act like uh, she just didn't want to be caught in the middle of it. No, you went out your way to be in the middle of it. She's staying 10 toes strong with everybody but Chris because he peep her bullshit and Dorothy because, I mean, it's Dorothy. Uh, <laughs> when when Monique started to bring up, like, I'm, I'm a flip-flopper. I'm not the one that makes jabs about you uh, borrowing money from your mom. I'm not the Hello? one that uh, talks about your husband. I'm not the one that... Basically, letting her know that the girls drag you, honey. Giselle. Giselle was from season three. Giselle, Robin, Ashley. Like, the fact that, let me tell you something. The fact that Candace was having a heart-to-heart with fucking Ashley when just last season she was ready to throw a fucking knife at Ashley, but Monique is the villain. Girl, I know you fucking lying to me. And when, mm-hmm. when Monique started to call all that out, Candace ran. Yep. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'm I'm leaving. Because you know. I don't feel safe. And who? Who was there to shade Candace down? Nobody but uh, I like sparkly things, but we ain't never seen a quality diamond ring Giselle <laughs> call Candace a 30-year-old, 14-year-old. Which was the most ironic shit I ever fucking heard. It was just ironic to me because it's like, how would, why would you let this woman of all women make you a pawn in her bullshit when she does nothing but disrespect you time and time again, you are literally Giselle's comedic punching bag. Whenever Giselle wants to be funny, she does it at Candace's expense and has so since season three, like Brooke said. Yep. Mm Mm-mm. Like, imagine being mad at Monique, who has shown, who has been your friend, has been loyal to you, even though you was fucking wildin', in order to get in the good graces of Giselle and fucking Robin, only for them to make you their punching bag. Candace, I know you fucking lying. Jealousy, though. It's that they, they all have their individual jealousy against Monique. Candace is jealous that, yes, they're the same age, but, um, you know, Monique is living a fabulous life, and all she got in her life was a broke white man with three kids and three baby mothers 
and she's depending off of her mother. You know what I'm saying? Giselle is jealous, like I said before, but it's also a colorism issue because she cannot believe and she can't stand the fact that a dark-skinned woman has a fabulous life fabulous cars, a fabulous home, a fabulous family, and Chris is faithful to her. And what did she get? She is pissed because she society- got five foot three Jamal Bryant who looks like uh who looks like an older version of Daystar. Child and talks like star. he swallowed a megaphone. I I just I sat there and in comes Sharice looking like an old hag. Let me tell you something. She a ugly freaking walrus. Jealousy got Sharice aging like a banana. And Giselle too. Giselle's she, neck rings. Giselle's neck yeah. rings like a tree. Sharice looked much more youthful several seasons ago. And we are only on season Did five she? of Potomac. Well, she didn't look as old as she looked now. She, we are only five seasons in. And she has aged at least 10 years. She looks yeah. old. She dresses old. Those wigs are old. They're giving me a uh, hooker's point tee. I just, she <laughs> looks a mess. And for her to walk in, and here you go, Giselle, you were the topic of conversation. No, she was not the topic of conversation. Monique asked a simple question. Why didn't you give me a heads up that you were inviting this woman that you know I don't mess with to your engagement party? It was that simple. Because Every that's what I you checked, do to your Candace friends. And Ashley were the topic of conversation. Yeah, the majority at dinner was about Ashley and Candace. It was literally a question about Monique. I mean, about Sharice. Yeah, and they said that in passing and under their breath and kept it moving. And the, the focus was still Candace and Ashley. But Giselle's so stupid. I love... The, the thing about Giselle that makes me cackle is she's so, she thinks she's so much smarter than everybody and the bitch is plumb wow. dumb because she sat up there and asked Sharice, well, what did you do to Monique for her to not be speaking to you? Child. And Sharice sitting there lying through her teeth. I don't know. I've done nothing to her. Did and then they go, they go to the confessional and Giselle is like, well, Sharice is only spreading what she's heard. Uh, so she did do something to Monique. I fell out. I and I, I was cracking up because I was like, Giselle, you're saying this like you weren't there. You and Sharice and Candace all ran around town together, slapping five and spreading these damn rumors around about Monique. So you try no, to pretend like, well, I don't know. Like I, I'm just getting aggravated because it's like, wow, you're really playing in our faces right now because we all know the truth now that the three, the four of you guys were all in cahoots together to bring Monique down. Monique even has the um the proof that right after Andy Cohen's baby shower that he had last year in LA, that you had a private dinner with just you, Candace, Robin, and Ashley, and the producer and said, we're going to take Monique down this season and get her to quit the show. Like Monique has proof of this. Like, mm. and, and you're trying to sit here and pretend like you don't understand what's going on. Well, I don't understand why she's mad. Why is she so mad? Why is she so mad? And, and you and Sharice are the ringleaders of this whole entire operation. To add to that, Brooke, like the thing that gets me about Giselle is like she would act like a victim meanwhile being the main shit starter and consistently the main shit starter. Like, girl, you know exactly why the fuck is turmoil. You caused the damn turmoil. And if you don't cause the turmoil, you capitalize on the turmoil. But like, what are you? But, 
But what are you really capitalizing on? Like what? Like what? Because they're the lowest paid and the lowest watched franchise. They, they said the mo the max the max that the star of the show is making on Potomac is like two hundred thousand. So let's say that Giselle Who's is one of the, the highest most, paid. I don't. I don't. I don't even know. Like I really don't. I don't know. I. I. I didn't get that tea, unfortunately. But I don't think that Monique is getting the most only because she has so much money, and they might feel like she's not as she's not spicy enough for the show. If so, if anything, I'm gonna guess it's either Karen or Giselle. Yeah, I can see that too. And like, but but let's think about this though. What's one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars doing? You're you're doing all this for one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, or two, like, let's really think and, about and that. let's go ahead and half it after you have to pay taxes on it. Thank mm. you. Like, let's really let's really talk about it. Oh, let's Brooke, really talk about it, bro. Who like what is the what what's the highest? Well, like rank the like the like the Real Housewives franchise, like who gets paid the most? I'm, I'm going to assume that Atlanta is up there. For what? For like who gets paid the most? Yeah, like yes. not individual, like as a collective. Atlanta gets paid. Um, They have some of the highest salaries. It's Atlanta and it's Jersey because Teresa mm. gets paid um a million, like 1.1 million. But I know mm. that it's, um, it's Atlanta, I think was number one because they were like the first franchise to ever pay over like $2 million. I know right, that right. New York was also high paid because like all the late like well no Bethany was the highest paid on New York she got paid like one point five million so like they were in third place like paid like you know with the money wise but like the rest of the franchises um like Beverly Hills I know that the top person was Lisa Vanderpump she's worth over two hundred million dollars so they were paying her like a half a million but my point is is that like. Potomac is nowhere near. They're like on the bottom. They're like they, her, them and Dallas are tied for like the lowest paid franchises. God damn. Yeah, like Dallas. That's I, I crazy think, considering yeah. the amount of shit that comes out of Potomac. But think about it though. They th their first time hitting over a million viewers was the premiere, and episode two did not do well. Because remember how they played um the second episode really the day after. Yeah, they're doing they the, like the flash forwards yeah. to like Monique and Candace getting into it. Yes, they lost a lot of viewership. So like the episode two was really poor. Um, episode three that we're talking about now, they it, it got their average like seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand, you know, viewership. So Potomac, Shit. yeah. So so like you know, I mean Potomac, it could they could very well easily kind of you know he could easily cut them. Like you know what I'm saying? They're not a they're not a top reducing franchise like they're a cute little thing to have it's a cute little yin 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 around the house but they're not they're they're not bravo's money makers when it comes to the real housewives franchise that's crazy like when you think about it because like me you can this is like like our timelines are like mostly similar like it seems like everybody like watches potomac and loves potomac because these motherfuckers fight like all the time i mean like all the time and it's crazy i mean it makes sense but it's also crazy to me like they do all this fighting, all this carrying on, and we talk about it, we love it, like, we hate watch it sometimes, like, we have our favorites, this, that, and the third, and yet they aren't even the highest, like, breadwinners for Bravo. That's no, crazy. No, but think, but a lot of people, I have a lot of um, people, you know, subscribers on my channel who say, I only started watching this show because of you, and I didn't even go back to watch season one, I'm just watching now. And a lot of people, like, were bored because season one was a very boring season. So a lot of people lost interest, and it just never really gained that momentum. 
So there's That's still a lot of, th- you know, there's still a lot of that. Like, you know, Atlanta came out with a bang. Season one, like, we're still yeah. talking about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Potomac is, um, Potomac isn't there, like, with, with, it seems with like the big Potomac paydays. It Potomac is kind of niche. Yes, yes. Like, yeah, once you in it and, like, you commit it, you in, but, like, if you don't, like, if it don't click like that for you initially, you like, I'm good on this. That's exactly what it is. Mm. So it's like imagine spreading these awful rumors for like only a hundred thousand dollars. Like that's Giselle, embarrassing. Giselle, Robin, all, like was it worth it? Was I know. It worth it? Like what is y'all issue? Well, I know y'all issue, but like what is y'all issue with Monique? Like she, all she seemed like she want to do is like be a hotel princess and like fuck her husband. Like what is going? What, what is jealousy? On? This, you know, this is like jealousy at its extreme. Like, you know, like they really, truly hate that girl. And like for for Giselle to really say that we want to destroy her, Giselle has been Giselle has been petty ever since Monique's interest to the show when she was like, "Oh, you don't have a house." That yep. and then Monique was like, "Actually, I got four. So mm. there's that. But what really did it for Giselle was how Monique was like. um yeah, you flaunting Sherman around and you used to be cool with his wife. She has been yep. mad at Monique forever for pointing mm-hmm. out what type I of a lowdown hussy she is. Because she was indeed very much so friendly, cool, hung out with Sherman's ex-wife and then turned around to be fucking him. And but, then turned around and called Kendall ugly. Like, yeah. you're gonna sit up here I and call this that. woman ugly? She's not ugly that. at all. Cause wasn't like that was cause wasn't Kendall on the show at one point? Yeah, she was for a little bit for like a few episodes. Yeah. She came to a few events that Giselle was nowhere near. Yep. And Giselle was pissed off like, oh, so y'all just bringing her in the fold? You yeah, wasn't nah, even nah, coming. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. First I of just, all, Giselle, you doing all this all over Jamal Bryant? No, you doing you did all no, this Sherman, over Sherman, 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 Sherman. You, Sherman, no, who looks like a fucking be- foot. You're doing but all he this because you're though. miserable. You're miserable. Because has actual money, and Jamal doesn't. That's why you're, she was upset You're miserable. Your car broke yeah. down, and Jamal Bryan wouldn't even buy you a new car. He made you take his 2013 Fiat. Ugly freaking... They stopped making Fiat in 2013. <laughs> so a financial a, Fiat. Actually, it's a 2011, because that's when they made that Gucci edition of it. <laughs> Fucking little little clown, car. clown car. A clown <gasps> car for a circus act. Uh, <laughs> it, come, on, <laughs> come on, friend. Come on, friend. You better, you better, you better. Well, listen, we stand alliteration. I just, I do not like Giselle. I do not, I do not like Robin. I don't, Mm-mm. Sharice, absolutely not. Because you got a lot to say. For somebody that's dressed like 2001. And not even on the show anymore. Like Bravo. You are, you have been reduced to a friend friend of the show. show. You the ugly friend of the show because Sharice looks bad. Listen, let me tell you. She looks bad. She looks like (laughs) a walrus with a wig on. She looks like if Respucia got some Fenty. Mm-hmm. You ugly girl, your your wig's ugly, you ugly, your spirit ugly. It's just all bad. I agree. And you're not even getting top billing. Was it worth it, Sharice? 
Just I didn't. You sat in our face and you lied. You lie. And the and thing Candace, is, you played in our fucking face. Well, Candace is gonna start getting her karma look like next week because her and Giselle is gonna be into it. Yeah, tonight's so, episode. Tonight's episode. Yeah, tonight's get, episode. Yeah, tonight's episode. They're gonna get into it in tonight's episode, and because Candace told Wendy that Giselle was a monster. I mean, and you are a bitch. That's not no lie. I, I like, but I was, Candace, I was you to... won too. Yeah, yep. it's like Spider Man pointing at Spider Man. Yeah, you a monster too, because nothing that you and Monique got into it about last season should have triggered such a visceral. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Pause, pause, because Brooke just mentioned that I googled it. I'm gonna read this. Yes. <laughs> Because I asked Google, I asked Google, how much is Jamal Bryant's net worth? And Google told me, <clears throat> and I quote, how much is Jamal Bryant worth? Jamal Bryant's net worth is an, um, Jamal Bryant is an American minister who has a net worth of $500,000. He is best known for being the ex- he is best known for being the ex-wife. I mean, I guess they meant ex-husband right there, but it's cool or whatever. He is best <laughs> known for being the ex-husband of Giselle Bryant from the Real Housewives of Potomac. So let me tell let's get this straight. Child. Jamal is worth five hundred thousand dollars net worth. Break it down. And Sherman is worth at least a million. At least. Giselle, <laughs> beloved. Break it down. Break it baby, down, friend. Was it worth it, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is worth like 20 McChicken nuggets from McDonald's. And you, <laughs> you're doing all this carrying on. Your girls don't like him. Your girls is like, I mean, we kind of sort of like him as a daddy, but girl, this nigga just going to hurt you again. And he broke comparatively. Giselle, what? <laughs> What? Oh, you thought you he was smart. John Gray? You you not smart. <laughs> you you <laughs> Jeremy, you think that I'm playing? You think that I'm being silly when I'm saying these people are broke? Like, no, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, I know what I'm talking about, honey. I I trust me, trust and believe. I'm not just pulling this out of thin air. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Push pause! Push pause! Push pause! I just googled it. And Sherman, as of 2019, mm-hmm. a whole year ago, which mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, a lot can happen in a year. But as of recent as last year, Sherman is worth one million to five million dollars. Giselle, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what you mean? I think you are forgetting that Giselle did not break up with Sherman. Sherman broke up with Giselle. Well, you know, yeah, Sherman yeah, broke up with you. Giselle because she broke. <laughs> No, Sherman broke up with Giselle because he just wanted something to do. He did not want to be in a serious relationship. He did not want to be seen on camera with her. He did not want to be doing interview magazines. He thought he was just going to be getting a piece of tail and going about his business. Matter of fact, he thought he was going to be getting a piece of tail from one of his ex-wife's friends, and that was going to be a slap in the face to his ex-wife. And he, he, when he figured out she was trying to turn it into a full-fledged romance, he got the hell on. So no, he ain't nothing, that. ain't nothing wrong with just Gis- ain't nothing wrong with Giselle because Giselle didn't leave Sherman. Sherman, Sherman fucked and ducked Giselle. 
He for what? two seasons, seasons three and four. Yes, yeah, stood her up for Ash for uh Candace's wedding. Sure did. And broke up with her via text and was taking the new woman out to sax. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Um y'all yep. you know what y'all right. I forgot about all that because you know my mind bad, but y'all right. Yep. And um right. but just wait a minute. <laughs> He saw that nasty spirit. He said, "You know what? This lady is just so evil. I don't want. Not, I don't want my fortune touching her." Like he, this he nigga, should, this uh, nigga Sherman is worth one million to five million dollars. This nigga Jamal is worth five hundred. With a whole bunch of kids. With a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> on top of that, I'd be crying too if I blew it with the multi-millionaire, and I got to go back to my ex-husband who don't have Jack. Oh don't my have God. two nickels to rub together. Got nothing to show for it but a but a restaurant that got closed down after having health violations. And putting just, your daughter and putting y'all daughter's name in it. Nigga, they can't invest in shit because this shit is closed. I just <laughs> I don't have anything for these ladies. And for me, Candace is the biggest bozo of all in all in this because Nothing her and Monique had it out about should have triggered such a visceral response and reaction in all these actions trying to get her back. It really Absolutely was not that, not. not that deep. It was literally a moment of tempers running high, and that should have been the end of it. And also, wait, 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 wait. Also, also, you peep that Ashley trying to, I mean, she failed, especially with this episode that we're talking about starting a mess, but you peep that Ashley trying to, like, rebrand herself Yes, she is. Yeah, she, she is. To, she's trying to rebrand herself, herself as the fixer. Yes. At the start uh, of so much shit for so many years. Because I couldn't stand Ashley either. But the only reason why I'm giving her grace, because Monique said on her live the other day that Ashley has turned it all around and has become a really good friend to her. So I said, yes. okay, I'll give yeah, Ashley. When I watched the live and she said that both Ashley and Michael Darby refused to participate in any filming where they tried to bring up this whole Gigi mess. And yep. then afterwards they would call them, they would call Monique and give her a heads up about what was going on. That is the only reason I have anything for Ashley because um, I remember that. some of the vile things that Ashley has done during her tenure a lot on the of show. The vile things. Um, oh, saying Monique was an alcoholic, I was ready to go yeah. to my screen and whoop her tail. <laughs> yep, that was a uh, that that one. Um, she she was a big Bro. part in the whole uh, in the whole Ray tax issue stuff. Yes, um, like had, when they had Robin going around looking like Little Caesars and shit. Yeah, this was a. Uh, <laughs> But I said this season that, you know, based on what Monique said, I would give, you know, give Ashley uh, a the little bit of footing. Y'all, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, we talking, nigga. Ashley got to, I hope that Ashley does not fall back into the fray. Um, Because I got nothing but smoke for these ladies for the rest of the season. And I cannot oh. wait till we get to the big fight. Oh my gosh, I can't the wait The fact either. that Ashley and Micah Darby are the voices of reason in 20... This is why we got to throw 2020 in the trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, this is fucking ridiculous. Y'all like let, so let a nigga who was accused come. of assault be the voice of reason and his wife be the voice of reason. I just, <laughs> y'all I'm, need I'm y'all looking. face slapped. 
I'm looking forward to the rest of the the drama this season. Even though now we know how things really unfolded, it's just yeah. gonna make me drag them worse than I plan to. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, for sure. Like I have to say, I'm going to put this out here now. I'm going to say that this reunion will be a top three reunion. And Absolutely. I've watched every single reunion of every single franchise, but I'm going to call it right now. This will be like one for the books. I think that Monique is going to come out swinging because it's really her versus the entire cast, except Ashley and Karen. Yeah. Yeah. And she has every right to, she has every right to hit below the belt. I, I keep telling her, I'd be in Monique's DMs. I'd be tweeting her like, sis, if you don't get Giselle where it hurts, if you don't talk about their money problems and this man's cheating on his stuff, if you don't get her where it hurts, then I know something. I want Monique to just be as dirty and as gutter at that reunion. I don't care if she brings some boxing gloves and knocks all them old hoes out because they deserve a thorough <laughs> ass. You know who, you know, you know what I'm looking forward to in the reunion? Chris coming out when they bring the the men oh, out. Yeah. Because I cannot wait for those yes. for those low down ass broads to go mute when Chris dig off in their ass. Because I, I bet you Juan ain't gonna say shit. If they can get Jamal Bryan on, he ain't gonna say shit. They are not going to say anything when when Chris dig off in their ass. Because let me tell you he something. Went off. Let me tell you something. Chris, you know, we can talk about Chris being broke. We can talk about Chris being a deadbeat all we want. All that no, is No, I'm very talking true. about Monique's no, no. husband. Monique's husband. Oh, you're talking about I'm talking Chris, about Chris oh. Samuels, not... Oh, not, Chris Samuels. No, not... No, Because he got Giselle right in that live, when they did that live together. He said, and you call me big boy? He said, you address every other husband by their name, but when it comes to me, you call me big boy? He said, I'm not a boy. I'm a damn man. And when he let Giselle know, he was like, Giselle, he said, I really wish I was a woman. He said, if I was a woman, I would have stomped you out. He said, you, you girls are low down and just so evil. And, and I yeah, really he was hope like, that he, he was like, I wish I could. He was like, if I was in a man, I would smack you tricks. He sure did. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that part of the reunion when they bring the husbands out because um, I dare, I dare double dog dare Juan, uh, Jamal, or white Chris to say anything to Chris Samuels Child. when he dragged their wives because they should be goddamn embarrassed that their women had a hand in something as low down as that. I and mean, if they didn't say nothing about fucking um, Michael being a whole ass predator, I doubt they're going to say nothing to big Chris. No, they ain't going to say uh, nothing to Chris. They, they, they should be embarrassed too. because as it currently stands, the way that it's being played out, Candace is lying to her husband about her role in all of this. So yep. I wonder how he feels watching it revealed in real time. Well, like, you know why Chris don't play with Candace? He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. So that's why I want, I'm, I want to see his, I want to know how he feels about this as well. Cause I'm pretty sure he's disappointed in Candace. He, you know, he's never been for like Candace's like fake mean girl persona. You know what I mean? No, like, he's he never been here for that shit. And I also wonder how Juan is going to feel because Juan don't really be in their mess either. He doesn't, but 
I, I have a sneaking suspicion that at that reunion, they're going to bring up Monique and Chris's live. And then one of the men is going to get smart with Chris and be like, you shouldn't be in women's business. And then Chris is going to set it all off. I really hate that rule. And people say, well, somebody's husband shouldn't be addressing women that way. I don't agree with that. I kind of feel like if you're a husband and wife, you're one. If someone's talking about my spouse, your spouse better jump in and defend you. I don't really believe that a man can't say anything to a woman because she's a woman. No, you, you drag my wife saying that my wife is cheating was cheating on me and, and she you know what i'm saying she had an abortion like, no i'm like, gonna get you like together. chris said once once you brought my kids into this exactly it's, it's gloves off he even said exactly. it. he was like he was like i know monique cachet with the best of them and so i don't really get in a little stuff when they going at it because right so like it's he entertainment the- it's tv he like but once my kids was brought into it we got a problem now and i i can't yeah. wait to see one of the men say that and he gonna be like you bring my kids into it anybody can get it you, I, you can get some if you want some right now like i got a feeling they gonna end up escorting chris samuels off the i stage. think so too i, I agree think so that. too i agree because i agree with you brooke i feel like the girls are kind of wearing their phrase out and it's getting to a problematic point that they don't yes. really adhere to and um but i agree with you like chris big chris don't really get in they shit honestly he doesn't he but doesn't. you don't none brought of, his, none, you don't brought him and his of, kids into it. Honestly, none of the men be in they stuff, but I do feel like Giselle, Robin, and Candace have lied to their partners about yep. this whole situation. Yep. So they they really yep. are not seeing what's going on. They they hearing about all this stuff as it's coming out in real time. Yep. And, and why I, Chris I, is because even like in that scene, like I was saying earlier, why Chris was like, that don't sound right, Candace. That because y'all was because like when Candace was like, Monique is a flip flopper and this, that, and third. And why Chris, Chris was, was like, like didn't but, you just talk to her? Yes. Yep. He sure did. Yes. He sure did. Yep. So white Chris don't play with Candace either. So he, you know, he. Um, mm. I bet there? you he. I bet you he didn't told Candace to shut the hell up talking about it's her or Monique. Chris, yep. like you ain't got no other job, so you need this check. That, Honey, hello? he's the lowest paid on the show. I do know that for a fact. She's the because she came in her and Wendy. Like I know they do. Like when a new person comes onto a cast, an ex- already existing cast, they only get like the standard eighty thousand dollars. So I know for season three, she only got paid eighty thousand dollars, and she's still the lowest because she's just not that interesting, and people don't like her. So I would say she, that Candace is at max maybe seeing like ninety, a hundred thousand mm. dollars. The craziest so, part in all of this is that. Candace is doing all of this because she does not have a storyline that does not revolve around her mother. Like she wanted, yep. she wanted to stand on her own and they was like, it's going, you're going to have to fight with somebody or you're going to have to keep going at it with your mama. But you are not interesting enough to just be here to be here. Cause okay. her last two storylines, her last two seasons have been her mama. And Chris. Yeah. Yep. And Chris. And then, so, after, and then last season, both. it started with Monique. So yeah, this is gonna be her. I I just have a feeling that this will be this is de- this will definitely be Candace's last season. And then wasn't now that like a re- petition or something, Brooke? Where it's yeah. like either Candace or Monique. Yeah, she started it, and she's like telling Girl. Bob, like, 
But like Bravo's gonna let her go. They people love Monique. I love Monique. Is my if Monique goes, I will not watch this show, and this show will be end up being canceled because they already have a very low viewership anyway. So like everybody's gonna stop watching, and Bravo's not gonna have a show on the air that's only raking in a hundred thousand viewers. They're just not gonna do it. They cancel shows real fast. They do. So she's fooling herself. She thinks that they're gonna pick her over Monique. It's not happening. Yeah, at like all. she like she not I, honestly like even as problematic and deadbeat as he as he is, I will pick Chris over over Candace to be honest. <laughs> like I, because listen, let me tell you something. That white man can cook some food, and he feel and he seems like he don't play with nobody. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has some sense. He he got some sense. I mean, he a deadbeat, but he got some damn sense. <laughs> I can't say the same for Candace. Candace be getting beat over the head with her by her mama with a goddamn person shit because she don't know how to shut the fuck up. Child. Child. Like, imagine <sighs> your mama being fucking Dorothy and people being like, well, you know what I mean? Dorothy had a point going upside your head because you can't be talking about folks' kids like that. I know. I wonder what Dorothy's saying to her now. Like, I, I, I'm just... I you think she's going to be on this season? I don't know. Because we haven't seen her in no previews or anything. Nope. We saw her in that like one episode in like I think two or one and then that was it. We ain't seen her in no previews. I don't know if she'll be on there. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what Dorothy has to say about it. Because imagine Dorothy looking at all this shit like and y'all Dorothy being like and y'all wonder why I went upside her damn head with that fucking person. <laughs> Oh, for no, I'm surprised that Dorothy hasn't like spoken out on social media because like she's right. on Twitter too. Like she and Candace would go at it last season on Twitter. So I'm like, Dorothy, where are you now? Like, where are you since your daughter is sitting here spreading vile rumors trying to trying to destroy another woman and her and destroy her family? Like, where are you now? I want to get mm. your two cents on what you think. Where about are you your and your purse now, Dorothy? Yeah, like I'm just very interested to know like what Dorothy is saying to Candace. I'd be so I'd be so livid to find out that my kid was sitting there at their big age lying on someone like this and actively seeking to destroy them. Mm. Yeah. When you just made your whole storyline about me and how I mistreat you. Yup, exactly. Cause I mean to be fair, Dorothy is a, a case and a half because ooh child, oof, oof, oof. Oof. But at the same time, like Candace is like, like, like Dorothy being a piece of shit does not excuse Candace for being a piece of shit on her own right. It's like you understand it, but it don't excuse it. Mm-hmm. Correct. I think that was it for Potomac, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we'll be here for another. We'll be here, honey. We'll be here all night. Cause th- these people have my blood boiling. I was about to say, Brooke. I think Potomac gets your blood boiling more than any French. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> oh wait, wait, hold on, <laughs> Brooke. Cause we yes. didn't get a chance to ask you. <laughs> so what do you think about Juan reproposing to Robbie? <laughs> you know. You know, let, let me, you know, I, th- that that was just so stupid. I just, th- I really don't have any words. I can't stand Robin. Um, th- that's just such a stupid, it's a match made in hell. That's my true <laughs> thoughts about it. 
she's desperate. He's just here because she's finally making some, she's making some money. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's using this newfound fame. Come on, you know? Like, that, don't, that wasn't even a joke. Like, what does Juan do, like, for real? Basketball coach. He used to be in the NBA. He, he used to play for, I think, the Nets. Or he played for one of those teams, making good money. Then the money was gone. And then now he was, like, unemployed. And then now, because of the show, he's a basketball coach at, um, a, at some college. I couldn't even tell you. Mm. Yeah, like it's like like Juan and Robin are literally like a jagged edge song. Like for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it again. He's just doing this because he wants a wedding, a paid wedding from Bravo. He wants a wedding special because he knows they always give you a wedding special. Well, most of the people a wedding special. He just wants that money. That's the only reason why he's doing this. Mm. Well, and Robin just accepting any old damn thing. She like, oh, you, oh. Well, I mean, she had he hadn't popped the question on the show yet, but you know, knowing Robin. And I'm gonna mute and turn off my TV when that scene comes <laughs> on. Before we go, y'all. <laughs> Bro, Shonda and Hazel, Shonda and Hazel, even going at it on Twitter, and wait, what? Yeah, Shonda and Hazel Eve been going at it on Twitter. And Shonda said that Hazel Eve fake being pregnant and she never had a miscarriage. However, she said that um, you don't see anything on the ultrasound at five weeks but sales. And before the girls start arguing, I just want y'all to do a little homework. Because um, at five weeks, you can see the egg in the, in the sack in the ultrasound. And for some 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 embryos, the heart will start beating at like the end of week five, beginning of week six. So mm-hmm. before y'all start arguing, I just want y'all to know y'all bodies and shit. She like, I have four <laughs> kids. You don't see nothing on the ultrasound but cells. How you see cells on the ultrasound? You know how small a cell is? You got to look <laughs> at cells under a microscope. We can tell who didn't pass science. Mm. Some of the girls were left behind. All. George Bush did a number on y'all asses. Goddamn. <laughs> listen, we truly enjoyed having you, Brooke. We always thank you for coming yes. by. Um, tell the people where they can find you at on YouTube one more time, and we'll be sure to put the link in the show notes. Sure. You guys can find me on YouTube. I'm the Brooke Ashley. You can find me on Twitter. Um, the Neiman Marcus Stan account. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and when I tell you guys, I just love being on here. Um, you guys are the best. Thank you for having me on. We always have the best time. Like this is always, we always have a grand old time cutting up and yes. we cut up bad. <laughs> yes. 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 Like it's a lot of shit, shit that we said in the pregame that we can't put on the air because we'll get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't finna hear that shit. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna be at all goddamn bitches. <laughs> Good to hell look everybody. <laughs> but for real, we love you, bro. <laughs> oh, you. I love you guys too. It's always a pleasure. Yes. Always. Yes. yes.
thank you and we will see you guys back next week peace out bye everyone